Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Two, one. Hey, guys. Welcome to CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Comet Upper Five, and my fellow host is a coward. Big Tuck. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Sunday recordings are always a little weird, so I, I have a lot I need to discuss with you um, just out the gates. Uh, so yesterday, uh, Hey cats and kittens that I want to bring that up because it matters for this deck. Um, so yesterday I accomplished one of my lifelong goals, Mr. Combo. I'm fine. So I don't want you to get worried. I got hit by a car and knocked off my feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. I How are like, you not dead? Cause I am made. I, this is, if, if I have learned nothing in my life, is that <laughs> I am indestructible. <laughs> So I was riding the scooter, a little hungover, as you are, right? I was kind of out of like a... Sure. I was just kind of like disoriented, like, or I was just like enjoying life, right? Like, I felt great. What did I even do on Friday? I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, I was just just cruising along, right? Just having a gay old time. And there's a there's a, a rail trail, right? It's meant for bikes and scooters and walking in Uptown. But it's new. So there's like blind intersections that don't have a stop sign oh okay anyone right so i was just going along just la da 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 can't wait to go to this can't wait can't wait to go to this tailgate and i'm just going and literally i just like 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 enter the matrix and look over to my left while i'm crossing this intersection here comes this hyundai and it's not stopping and it just goes bam boom it like knocked over and I got a, I like woke up this morning. I was like, why am I so sore? It's like, oh yeah, you got hit by a car yesterday. Like, and, like how fast was it going though? Let's let's oh, set the stage. Like five miles an hour, twenty. Probably, I would say like twenty. Like it was probably, okay. It was probably going twenty to thirty miles before he hit the brakes. Right. Okay. And so, and because I'm such a Midwesterner, <laughs> the first thing I did when I got up I was like, are you okay? <laughs> hey, I know you just hit me with your car, but are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? He's like, yes. I was like, are we good? Because I like I, honestly, I could not tell you who was in the right. I don't know, right? Yeah. I don't know if he screwed up. If I was supposed to start up, I have no idea, right? So I was just like, I can't. I don't want to get the. I don't want to call the cops. Also, I had a beer earlier, so I was like, I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that involved. So, and I don't need to go to hospital. I don't think. Um, so, so, like, you, I, so in theory, you could have gotten a DUI. In theory, argue ar- could have right, could like, have potentially, could, potentially, potentially could have right. Like I think I would have passed a breathalyzer, but oh, that's that's such a story, Big Tuck. Why don't why don't you drive anymore? Oh, I got a DUI. Oh, that sucks. You know, were you driving drunk? I was scootering with a beer. Yeah. I got I got I had one beer in the morning and got hit by a car on a scooter. So that's why I don't, that's why I don't have my license anymore. So then I asked the guy, I was like, so we're good. We're good. He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you need to go check the damage? And he goes, no, my one of my rear view mirrors already got knocked off this weekend. And it just like drove away. And I was like, huh. <laughs> so, the code of that story, because I, I told I told myself a limit to five is I like went and got a scooter. Like that scooter obviously had problems because it got hit by a car and it would go over eight miles <laughs> sure. an hour. So I was sure. like, I was like, I, I I ended my ride and then reported it damaged after I ended my ride. And these people, I was going to get on another one, and these people come by, and they're like, oh, like, we're from out of town. Like, how do these scooters work? And I was like, oh, they're great. I just got hit by a car on one of them, but they're awesome. 
beyond that, they're amazing. That's when they're like, uh, honey, let's look up Uber or Lyft yeah, or yeah, any right. other mode of transportation. Well, and like when I got to this tailgate, I sent a message to my friend. I was like, also, don't panic. I think I need to use your med kit. <laughs> so anyways, that was my big thing. Um, the other thing is that the other quick one was I met a girl who's a friend of a friend, right? And we have, she's very attractive. She's like a rowing coach, right? So she's super fit. She's like kind of, she's like dead to rights, my kind of girl, right? And we were at the Queen's Cup last week and I was like, am I, am I getting the feelers here? Like, am I feeling something? Or is it just her being blazed out of her mind because she was smoking pot the entire time? And I was like, or am I just like drunk, right? Like, am I seeing something sure. like this or not? And I like literally was just in my brain the entire time just being like, and we, then we like became friends on Instagram, right? And I was like, the entire week, I was like beside myself. Like I was texting my friend. I was talking about the rugby team. I was like, do I even message this girl? Or am I just like screaming into the void? And then she, then I was like, fuck it. Friday, I messaged her, right? And I was like, hey, you know, it's big. It's like, how's, how's rowing class going? She's like, oh, it's really good. You should come by. There's a rowing class at 410. I was like, oh, great, right? Like I've just become another. Then she said, <laughs> so then literally followed up. She's like, also, if you just want to go get a drink later, I need a Thunder Buddy. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I didn't just make it up. So that's my that's my tight five on getting hit by a car and having a date on Tuesday. <laughs> I messaged you in my drunken haze yesterday that I want your five <laughs> on Doctor Strange. So that's why I wanted to ask you and give I I want to give myself five minutes in the front. Okay. And now I want to give you five minutes to give me the okay. Doctor Strange rundown. All so right. So I'm attentive. I am listening. I am not looking anywhere else. I am listening to you because I'm sure you have a good take on it. So this is spoiler free. Um, okay. The movie overall, it's a seven out of ten with a recommend. So you would, so that's what a three out of five. Uh, three and a half out of five. Three and a, with a recommend. With, with a, a recommend. Like. Okay. Um, the movie. So I'll give you my criticisms first before the things that I really enjoy. Okay. Because I, I don't have a ton of criticisms, but I feel like they are warranted. Uh, the ending of the movie, I never felt like we're going to lose. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the, yeah, the yeah, primary yeah. villain of the, the movie is insanely powerful. And you do see some incredible badassery. But it's just, I there's don't no, know. There's you, no stakes. There, It's like there are, but you don't really feel the stakes. It's a little bit like how I destroyed Shang-Chi, the ending of that movie. I never really felt like the stakes, even though they say that they're terrible, like the actual event as it's happening. I'm just like, okay, like I'm entertained, but I don't really feel not the like, fear. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like an end game. You feel like, oh my gosh, what if we lose? Yeah. yeah in yeah, infinity yeah. war, we feel it. And it actually happened. So. Right. Like, that's such that is like the pinnacle of the Marvel movie. Of yes. Like, wait, what? Like, I remember when we saw that, I was like, hold on, that's it? <laughs> Fade to black? <laughs> exactly. So that's one thing that's a big criticism for me is for how big this movie was supposed to be. Uh, I needed more at the end. Uh, the, the A lot of this movie is hyped up about the cameos, like the blink and you miss it. And, yes, you know, right, Tom right, right, Cruise right. is Tony Stark. And I just want to kind of spoil for everyone there's not as many of those things as you think. Oh, really? And to Is be the honest, point? <laughs> there's none outside of the one thing you've already been spoiled in the trailers. So, Which is what? Uh, the Illuminati. The Illuminati have been shown in the trailers. Professor Xavier, Charles. Um, oh. Yeah. 
Patrick Stewart reprising his character. Really? Um, yeah. And, you know, in the trailers, you've already seen Peggy Carter as uh, Captain America slash um, uh, Agent Carter is what she's called. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Monica Rambeau. Uh, she is Captain Marvel on the council. And then there's three others that you haven't seen yet. So it's like, basically, you have what you have already spoiled. There's three that they haven't shown in the trailer that you get to see, but it's in that same group. So I was a little disappointed by that because there was this beautiful scene where they're literally going from like multiverse to multiverse. Like they're getting through them all. And I thought that would have been the perfect time to have like, Tom Cruise's Iron Man in the background, or you could have Lou Ferrigno's Hulk, like in the right, 60s, right, right. tearing up stuff. Uh, Simon, like Simon, Simon Pegg is Ant-Man, right? Why not? Yeah, right? sure. So like stuff like that, I, I wish there would have been more of. Um, and uh, the uh, end credit scene was probably the funniest one yet, but I was oh. the most annoyed because I waited through everything. And it's literally like the end of Spider-Man where, you know, they do the Captain America video. Like, hey, yeah, get oh, out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those types of things. So it's fun. I would definitely encourage people to watch it. But I was kind of hoping like, okay, well, the mid credit scene was kind of underwhelming. I don't really know what's going on. The end, the end, end credit scene, that is it. And it just wasn't. Got so it. Those are my three criticisms about the movie. Here's what I loved. Benedict Cumberbatch killed it. He was great. Uh, America Chavez, phenomenal. Her character was so cool. Um, and, you, you know, it, it was a great opportunity. And, I, and I'm all for Hollywood doing this because, you know, diversity. And people are trying to, you know, uh, bring in more uh, people right, of right, color right. and different uh, genders and stuff. The way that they did her character, because she's Puerto Rican and her uh, she had two moms. It just fit. It just worked. It didn't feel like it was they, forced they were like, story. They were like, listen to us. This is diversity. We are a diverse company. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, you know, she had a Puerto Rican uh, gay pride flag pin on her jacket. It never gets brought up. Right. And then they just literally do a scene of her as a little kid with her moms. And it's not like overly like pro gay or lesbian. It's yeah, just right. that is natural. And that's what I like about it is because you didn't feel like you're getting something shoved down your throat from like a propaganda standpoint. It was just purely like, Hey, this just, this is just how the world is. There's no reason to like right. hyper focus on this. We don't one need to thing. Go. Uh, can I, can I, so I know we're not doing voices on this specific episode. Uh, can I do my Benedict Cumberbatch as an American actor? Sure. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hi, I am Benedict Cumberbatch, and I am certainly an American. Oh, my God. Come on, that's good, right? I, it kind of is. Um, so I love that. And her powers, once she, like, uses them, very, very cool. Yeah, it, it was a, the Godfather was with me, and, like, her powers result in, like, a star shape. It's a little cheesy, but, hey, it's a comic book movie. Let's, yeah, let's move past it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So love that. Uh, I talked about the main villain. This is probably the most violent MCU movie you will ever see. Really? You see people's brains explode. <laughs> their eyeballs get ripped out. What? Torsos get cut in half. Seriously? Absolutely. Oh, you, but you know, you know why that's the case, right? Because it's a Sam Raimi. It's Sam Raimi, the director. Oh, yeah. Like, like from 
Like his, or, or his, especially his non Spider Man movies are all hyper violent with like headless people wearing chainsaws. <laughs> so, well, <clears throat> he, 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 he lived up to the bill. Um, and there are multiple times where the primary villain's like walking down the hall and you almost get like a horror movie feel. Yeah, like sure, lights right. are flickering and, and it's like just coming at you. And it's okay. like, oh, God. If you don't know, turn off. I don't even, who's the, like, I assume this is a spoiler. Who's the villain? <laughs> Do you, do you really well, want me to say? I guess I, I guess not. I'll watch this at some point, probably. Yeah, you're going well. to see it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so I liked that, and I liked how they introduced the the primary villain super early in the movie, and it was in a ah. cool twist way that you wouldn't think that they're going to be sure. the primary villain for the reasons. So loved that. Uh, there wasn't as much magic use in the movie. Uh, and I like that a little bit, you know, you know, it's not so much crazy finger stuff. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. And I, I just think oh, they whoosh, did that big circle thing. I like that. When he does oh, the, well, when yeah. He does where he, yeah. Well, that's, I think where he makes like his like shields or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah they do that. Um, good. So yeah, good. It, overall seven out of 10, I won't go see it again in theaters, but as soon as it hits Disney Plus, I'm you're, gonna watch it watch that it night, and I'll I may even watch it like again a week later. So um, what's ne- like? Is the next movie just Thor? But that's it. That's the only one that's been. Black Panther comes out later this year as well. Okay, well, that's yeah, it. So that's f- it, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Um, and I will say, non-specific Doctor Strange related. If you guys have an opportunity to see the movie in IMAX 3D. They are doing the first preview of Avatar 2 in 3D. Wait, really? And I just got goosebumps because <laughs> it was it was amazing. Really? Wait, you, have, you have no idea what the story is at all, but the the 3D effects what, oh my god. Incredible. Really? It was amazing. It wow. was amazing. Okay. I, I keep forgetting that we I keep forgetting that we are promised what Four? three more Avatar movies? Oh yeah, yeah, three. I think it's a total of four. Insane, Jimmy Cameron, man. <laughs> from, uh, the hey, bottom, he, from the bottom, from the bottom he, of the ocean to the top of the billboards. <laughs> well, guys, uh, you know, thanks for tuning into the episode. Um, and of course, we couldn't do this content without our amazing patrons. So, thank you, the collective, uh, for supporting us each and every month. And if you'd like to do that as well, CMD Tower, Patreon.com slash CMD Tower. <laughs> Uh, you can support us from a dollar, five, fifteen, and twenty-five a month. Uh, you guys just heard on last week's Brews and Builds episode, Spencer Rabbits was actually able to be on, and that is part of our twenty-five dollar tier. Uh, every three months, we have a random member come on the cast. Uh, you might have heard the collective diagnosis about a month ago. Uh, that's where any of our uh, patron members could be randomly selected to give their thoughts or opinions about what uh, their uh, kind of ideas are around a mechanic car thing like that. So just remember patreon.com slash CMD tower. Now we do have a great referral program. So if you are a part of our patron community and you refer anyone to join, just be sure that they let us know and we'll actually send you a bit of free swag. So go out there and infect the world. Yes. Collective. And then uh, we do have a great store, cmdtower.com slash merch. Uh, there's a whole redacted bit that legally I'm not allowed to talk <laughs> about, but we do have foil play mats, great sleeves, uh, metal tokens. Uh, definitely go out there and check it out. And we're even doing a cool promo since winter is over. If you get one of our sweaters, we'll actually give you a free pack of sleeves. Hell yeah. Now, 
You've also heard about the amazing playtest cards, cool artwork that we do on uh, for some of our more expensive things, or when I'm doing a joke deck like my <laughs> Najila Samurai Mystical Archive deck. Well, abyssproxyshop.com, and if you use code CMD Tower, it's going to get you 10% off your order. But the bigger thing is that you're also going to be able to compound that with any other promos that they have going on. And another step further, custom card in the search bar. You're going to find a gallery with thousands of community submitted arts and ideas for custom cards that you can get as well. And the cards start as cheap as like $3. So, so bizproxyshop.com. What do you think my cart total? So I've been going through and adding in to this. I still haven't bought. Even though he has great emails that when they send in, they're like, just say yes, just do it. Right? It's like me just like just a taste for God's sake. Just it's a like, taste. I, I'm such a I'm such a sucker for that. All right. What do you think my okay. cart is? Quick, before you do that, what if I messaged him and I'm like, hey, on your email thing, just say, hey, just a taste. Just would that would that get you to just do it? Probably, yeah. Like I still <laughs> I still go through looking for just a taste for God's sakes, right? <laughs> Um, and when I'm bored at work in meetings, I just go and like look through there. I was like, oh, that looks cool. This looks cool. That looks cool. So, uh, what do you think my cart total is up to <laughs> before any discounts today? 180. Oh, wow. Uh, not yet. It's only at 60. Oh, well, see, I thought the last time you and I talked, you were at 100. So that's why I thought oh, you'd be oh, all no, the way no, up no. to there. I think, well, I think there might i don't know whatever but it's at 60 right now so i once i okay how about this how about we do this okay once like the second my cart total from my wish list that i won't even look at gets over 100 i'll buy it well that's the perfect time to do it because i think anything over 100 you get a free uh set of aber duels slam dunk i can and uh these uh some people here locally ordered from them as well and you oh nice and uh they are really beautiful cards so yeah and last thing to mention on that, we actually just got our results from April. We increased sales year uh, month over month again. So that's three no months way. in a row. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. Well, Bruce and Builds is our deck tech series. Since we conquered the path to 32, the 12 themes of EDH decks, we're doing a little bit of chaos. It's the best. It's the best. It's a chaos draft. Uh, there is no categories. There is no rhyme or reason. We're just here to get through the top 64 cards in the deck, leaving room for 36 lands. So, Big Tuck, we're going a little off script. We're not doing the same bits as we normally do. And what? it's because we also didn't do like we normally do. Traditionally in the past, we've had the community vote on weird, oh. underused legends to go out there. But this time, Tuck and I were brainstorming, and it was like, well, Tuck, what did you say? What did you think we should probably do this go-around? And I'm glad you brought it up. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> no, I'm totally serious. I think we said we should do a commander from New Capenna. Capenna. We should do and, a, and one that jumped out to you, correct? Yes, and okay. that's why I want to kind of skip the bits, because this doesn't really fit into a bit, because uh, Big Tuck, what, what kind of animal lover are you? Oh, uh, big, a big cat. A cat oh, yeah, of, of any varietal, yes. And, and I am the lover of big slobbery dogs. Yes. And what better than Ginny <laughs> Faye and Jetmere's second for us to talk about on this? <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to talk a little bit about the card characteristics. It is... Hybrid Gruel Green Hybrid Silencia to cast. They, they I Asinine. They really, they, Asinine. they really they really went off the rails on Capenna. I'll tell you that much. 
Like they basically made this to where it could be a, a mono green deck, essentially, if you yeah, want. Right, right. <laughs> it's ass crazy. Oh my god, is that the build? No. No, it can't be. No, right? no. Terrible. Absolutely not. Uh it's a legendary creature, elf druid. It is a rare, it's a three three. Excuse me. Um, but Big Tuck, what does that box of text do with the card? Because that's why I'm so excited about this. Okay, so whenever it, it says if you would create one or more tokens, you may you may, which is I think a key part of this, right? Yep. You may instead create that many two two green cat creature tokens with haste, because they're squirrely and very quick. <laughs> Or that many 3-1 green dog creature tokens with Vigilance because people say Protect. that dogs are very loyal. I yeah. don't I don't believe in that. Although, okay, sorry. Quick, quick, side, quick side remark. Is it creepy to say, hey, do you want me to pick you up because I know you have a dog and I want it to be friends with me on the state? I mean, I think it's just better of like, hey, can I pick you up? I'd love to meet your dog. Ah, okay. Very good. So wait, so my question with you is this. You're... Your Naya deck is Girid. Girid, which is also kind of a token deck, right? Yes. So are you thinking about replacing him with her? Absolutely just... not. No. Totally different decks. Do you totally think so? different okay. decks. Okay. So here's why I got so excited about this deck, guys. Um, and I may actually build it because I think this is a deck, if by choice, you could build for minimal dollars. Minimal. How many cards in Magic oh. the Gathering produce shitty tokens? Oh, there's thousands. Yeah, <laughs> and, and financially, they all cost pennies because right, they right, produce right. terrible tokens. So that's where I think Jenny Fay is this very cool build to where you can go find cards that are like, this is really good. It's just the, the what it produces sucks. Like, I don't need a bunch of clues. Give me something else. So right. Jenny Faye being able to, whenever you feel like it, convert it to, hey, I need to get in for a taste of damage and make it a hasty cat. Or, you know what? I need defenders and I need a little bit bigger chest. Let me make some dogs. Being able right. to figure that out on the fly, I really like that. So that's kind of what I did my chaos draft list with is a lot of cards that can make tokens that are just really bad. And it's like, I'd like, okay. I'd like to make them into better tokens. I kind of went the opposite direction. And I have some, listen, if you're going to build this one, <laughs> you're going to need to bust out the old pocketbook. Because <laughs> I went I went deep into some price on some of these guys. Well, I, I, I okay. I will say my list is expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the first, okay, first one right. I'm talking about is on the reserve list. <laughs> yeah, <so>. me too. <laughs> oh my God, we might be on the same one. No, there's no way. But um, I, I think it would probably be helpful, even though the card is new. Let's go to edhrec.com and just see how many decks there's even of Jenny oh. Faye. So right now, there is 691 decks created for Jenny Faye. Uh, a lot of them have about 25 creatures, 33 lands, uh, 11 enchantments, 1 planeswalker, 7 artifacts, 10 sorceries, 12 instants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mana curve looks like it's usually uh, around three, probably three two. Yeah, that makes sense. I think like, and I think one thing that really works with with Jenny Fay in this case is that she is a three drop, right? Like, I think that and that works really well to keeping the CMC down. It's gonna be a fast deck that's gonna come out swinging. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, to be honest, most of the cards on EDH Rec right now, guys, are just from New Capenna. 
Um, yeah. So I think people are just, you know, probably slamming them together. So there's not a lot of data out there, but hopefully be able to bring in the nonsense. And Big Tuck, I was thinking about it. The last few chaos drafts we've done, I've won the coin flip and made you go first every time. Uh, I'm undefeated in this, right? So I want to give you just the option. Just We'll just pretend I've won already, but I defer to you. Would you like to go first or would you we like to, to pick second? We have to flip. We have to flip. All and right. You know, you, know, you know what I'm going to select. Get up and fight? Yes, every time. Sitting tight. <laughs> I, I guess time. You, I guess you're going to go first and I'll go second. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I we're we're spending some cash here. Um, I think you, this might be on your list as well. But when you have tokens that can come in as like treasures and whatnot, you kind of lose the mana value. But with this two drop enchantment from Tempest that is on the reserve list, you can t- you can keep them being token. You can keep them oh. as treasures. No. So I'm t- I think a great card in this deck would be Earthcraft. So very oh, straightforward, okay. up and down. Um, one colorless and a green for. Uh, an enchantment from Tempest. Sorry, that's not the one. Uh, and it has tap an untapped creature you, you control, untapped target basic land. So I feel like there's a lot of synergy in here with all the tokens you're going to be able to create. Uh, it kind of gives them a pseudo haste, right? You create them and can tap them and do something else. A lot of value in this. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of value in the price. It's $158. Oh, man. I remember when I used to have one of these. Remember you randomly found it in my box? Yes, and I was yes. like, oh, this is a terrible card, right? And you're like, oh, my God, what are you <laughs> doing? It's <laughs> incredible. Uh, that makes sense, though. I like that, being able... Because that is the trade-off. If you're going to convert a treasure into a yep. creature, it's like, well, I am choosing a body over mana at least this as long as you have enough basics in the deck you'll be able to to kind of negate that totally well i went the other direction buddy uh we are going your gift that our play group gave you because this guy (laughs) this guy makes the shittiest tokens but hey what if we made him better hazazon tamar Four colorless uh, Naya. That's a legendary creature, human warrior. Basically, the big thing with this guy, he's a 2-4. A beginning of your upkeep. If Hazazon entered the battlefield since the beginning of your last upkeep, you put a 1-1 one, one, uh, Naya sand warrior creature oh token God. onto the battlefield for each land you control. Those creatures have when a permanent named Hazazon Tamar isn't on the battlefield, exile this creature. So the cool thing is that we're going to play Hazazon. His trigger is going to go on the stack. As long as we have Jenny Faye out there, it's like, hey, I'll make, uh, I don't know, 10 2 2 hasty cats or 10 3 1 doggos. And they're not even Sand Warriors. So Hazazon's like, okay, pulling back the curtain. There's a chance I may put Jenny Faye into the number one and put Hazazon in 99 of the deck I already own. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh my God, Tug, what are you doing with this $500 card? I feel like that might be the one piece of reserve list that we've gotten you that you will probably never sell. Oh, right? never. No, I can't. The Part of the deal was you cannot sell this, right? <laughs> it was part of the deal or trade it or trade yes. it. All right. Well, my number two pick is uh, brings a little boo flavor in here. We're talking Minsk and boo timeless oh. heroes. Is so, this a new one? Yep, this is a new one. So these guys are going to be two colorless gruel. That's going to be your red and your green legendary planeswalker Minsk. You can pick it up for $50. It's This card doesn't exist. 
It's not in print yet. $50. So when Minsk and Boo, Timeless Heroes, enter the battlefield, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may create Boo, a legendary 1-1 red hamster creature token with Trample and Haste. Uh, scratch oh. that. We're going to be making two twos and three ones. Uh, Very good. But then it's still not done. Plus one. Put three plus one plus one counters and up to one target creature with trample or haste. Hey, how about some five five cats? That seems oh, real good. Oh, right. And then minus two, sack a creature. And when you do, this planeswalker deals X damage to any target where X is that creature's power. If the sacrifice creature was a hamster, draw X cards. <laughs> Wait. So I. I do like how, because it's the May effect with Jitty Faye, so you can kind of decide, like, am I needing card draw? Okay, let me make a hamster. Uh, nope, I don't need the card draw. Okay, let me make a cat or let me make a dog, and I'm going to sure. make these. I think you would probably only ever make the hamster into a cat, which is kind of funny because I think cats hunt hamsters <laughs> in the home environment. Because you wouldn't be able to put the three plus one plus one counters on the dog. On the dog, yeah. Uh, but I like converting a crappy one-one into a really sweet tutu. Uh, so you know the real trick about Boo, though, right? He's a miniature giant space hammer. Or Mince thinks that because he's a barbarian. He's got hit on the head so many times, he's lost touch with the reality. Canon. <laughs> They're from a video game he used to play. <laughs> wow. 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 What a blowout. <laughs> well, Tuck, okay. why don't you give us your round two pick of what you think needs to go in this deck? I got two back and forth, right? Um, one of them, these are both instants. One of them deals with uh, one of them e deals with enchantments, and one of them deals with artifacts. So the first one is artifact mutation. So oh. three straight up and down, a red and a green for an instant. Destroy target artifact; it can't be regenerated. Then create X one one green sapling creature tokens where X is that man is that artifact. Oh, that's amazing! About that's yeah. amazing. So um, there's I think there's so my second pick after this is going to be aura mutation which is the mm. exact same card that for, enchantment. for enchantments. Yeah. Um, great at removal. And I think the when I first saw these cards, I didn't read the fact that you are creating those tokens. Yep. I thought it was the opponent, right? So now, no matter what, even if it is a Blightsteel Colossus that's indestructible, you now have your 12 cats or dogs mm -hmm. uh, on your side that's going to trigger everything else down the stack as well. So two, two very efficient, two very strong. What? <laughs> I mean, that's just great. That's awesome. Okay. And that's why I got so excited about Ginny Faye. It's like, th these aren't even shitty cards. It's like, okay, I got removal and I'm getting a bunch and of value. Out of it. Yeah. But it's like the fact that you can double or triple the power value with your commander right. on the battlefield is insane. Right. And, and again, like it's so efficient. Um, you're going to run these in, and you're going to run these in these colors anyway. So why not get the value out of them? Well, I am, uh, God, I am just a liar. Uh, clearly, there is no budget on this deck. So we're talking old Nawbone for my round three pick. Did I put Because no, this I is going to be living in the red zone a lot. So yeah. five colorless, green, green, legendary creature dragon flying. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, create that many treasure tokens. And this guy's a 7-7. Seven, seven. So I love the fact that you could be like, okay, artifact mutation, I'm going to get five two two cats with haste swing those 10 power okay i can make 10 treasure tokens okay let's figure this out okay let me make four into three one dogs let me right. make four into treasures and let me get two more cats and like you could kind of start stacking it because each creature is going to trigger a different deal for old knob knobbone so this is a powerful card in general because it's 30 dollars but yeah. I think in this deck, because there can be points in the game, you're like, I don't need more treasures. I don't need more mana. 
I need to kill people. And Ginny Fail to kind of convert that value into death. 100% agree. Um, This is also in the Abyss Proxy Shop cart. (laughs) Do you own a copy of one? Yeah. It's in my... Psycho. What? Such a good card. I want it so bad. All right. Well, my round four pick, I had to do it because come on, why not? Ren and Sari inseparable. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, this is a colorless Naya legendary creature dog cat or flavor fail. Should have been cat dog. Yep. 100%. Uh, four, four. Whenever you cast a dog spell, create a one, one green cat creature token. Whenever you cast a cat spell, create a one, one white dog creature token. Naya tap Ren and Siri inseparable deal damage to any target equal to the number of dogs you control gain life equal to the number of cats you control. So I, I do have a few cats in my list. I don't have any dogs in my mm-hmm. list. But here's how I look at it. It's only a four drop. It only takes three to activate. The whole point of this deck is we're going to have this weird big mixture of dogs and cats. I think this card's powerful enough to still have in the 99, even though you're not casting and getting the tokens. But that activated ability could, in theory, deal eight damage to one person and you end up gaining like six life. And that seems really good. Uh, for this card, the fact that you could also keep doing it over yeah, and over. Absolutely. Um, I think that people, I feel like people are mistakenly going to start building this this deck with Jenny Faye in it. I think it should be the other way around, right? Like, yep. it's way less work and way less greasy just to shovel in good cards and then turn mm-hmm. them into dogs and cats versus the other way around. But yeah, this is like a used card in this deck for sure. Well, and to the other point, if you have this in the 99 with Jenny Faye as the commander and you are doing the dog cat tribal. Jenny Faye then allows you to turn the 1-1 green cat creature oh. token into a 2-2 or the 1-1 white dog into a 3-1. Right, so right, right. it's still just better to have Jenny Faye in the command zone. Yeah, I completely agree. Jenny Faye, when I started looking at this deck, I was like, "This." I think Jenny Faye is extremely powerful. <laughs> She's yes. really good. All right, Tuck, what do you got round four? <clears throat> All right, so um, I, we're going to have a lot of creatures, right? We're mm. running a creature deck, but we got to refill our hands with these treasure tokens and whatnot. So in my opinion, Dr- Shamanic Revelation is the best varietal of this. Three colorless, double green for a sorcery. Draw a card for each creature you control. And then it also has Ferocious. You gain four life for each creature you control with power four or greater. Mostly for me, this is a going to be a five drop, draw 10, refill my hand, ah. c- go cast something else, right? Like compared yeah. to, I think there's cards that do this where it's like, equal to the greatest power among creatures you control or whatever mm-hmm. is out there, right? To me, this is like this is like going to be an incredible draw spell mid to late game. Refill your hand, and then you're just back off to the races. Yeah, I, you, you absolutely nailed it. And Tuck and I talked about this precast. I was like, man, I really hope you put the value in the deck because <laughs> I didn't do crap. I went way too hard into my weird theme of crappy tokens. Uh, so I'm glad to see you put in Shamanic Revelation. Uh, also, just a better card than, um, uh, what is that, Harmonic? Harmonize, your least Harmonize. favorite card that's ever been printed. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Sorry, excuse my language, adults. Okay. Uh, Tuck, what do you got round five? All right. Well, uh, we had we had one of our one of our close friends on this cast for a very long time, um, and <laughs> this is a redacted deck that we do not talk about anymore. But I'm so he, glad I didn't put this uh, on my list. He is incredible at this thing. Reese redeemed. So stupid. One uh, <laughs> green or a white for legendary creature elf warrior. That's a one one, two colorless, uh, and a hybrid tap it. Create a one one green white elf creature token. Never gonna do that. 
four colorless and that uh green white green white hybrids tap it so for six each creature token for each creature token that you control create a token that's a copy of that creature slam dunk uh yeah I, I hate this card. It makes me upset. I own a copy, I think, in one deck, and uh, it's really good in the 99 here. Actually, I have a question for you, Tuck, and we, we could do this because uh, Redacted uh, uh, co-host is no longer here. Do you think you would hate this card as much as you do if he had never built it? No, no, no. <laughs> No, I would, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that card's great. Like, Reese Redeem, it's a one-drop commander, right? It's just the fact that we heard about it over and over and over and over and over and over and over for the better part of two years. <laughs> oh, God. It was like another one. <coughs> uh, well, one. I'm going to close out round five very quick, but it is a land. Uh, Field of Ooh. the Dead. This oh. guy's great. Yeah. Uh, Interest of Battlefield tapped. You could tap to add a colorless. But here's why I want this card in the deck, guys. Whenever Field of the Dead or another land ETBs under your control, if you control seven or more lands with different names, make a 2-2 black zombie creature token. Well, first off, you guys all know, I love making off-color tokens in decks. Yes. Uh, but here's here's the bigger thing. We're talking three colors. You're going to definitely have seven different names of lands because oh, okay. I'm not talking about it outside of this one, but there's a lot of lands that enter tapped and make bad tokens. So there are going to be a lot that you'll want to have in this deck. Oh, sure. Yeah, like uh, Kalani Garnered or whatever. Yep, yep, yep exactly. And so... You know, yes, the 2-2 Black Zombie Creature Token is the same power and toughness as the cat, but the cat gets haste. And yeah, I might want the 3-1 Dog with Vigilance, so I think this has a big play in the deck, and it gives you that flexibility to kind of pick once again, what do I want for just playing the game of Magic? I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, this card's bonkers. <laughs> Obviously, that's why it's $30 almost. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know where this budget idea in my head came from because <laughs> nothing's budget. Wait a minute. Are we just building yeah. a vintage it, deck? It, this deck or this card is $18. Uh, the next oh, one I want to add. Put this one in. Bremaz, King of Araskus. Slam dunk. Oh, slam dunk. Uh, colorless, white, white, legendary creature, cat, soldier. It's a mythic for, it's a 3 4, like I said, for $18. <laughs> It has Vigilance, and whenever the king attacks, put a 1-1 white cat soldier creature token with Vig onto the battlefield attacking. Scratch that. It's probably going to be a 2-2 or a 3-1. <laughs> uh, and then whenever he blocks a creature, put a 1-1 cat soldier token with Vigilance blocking that creature. So here's the one thing, though, because I've done this with Gearid. When you have a replacement effect for the token... The token, your new token's not going to come in attacking or blocking right. with whatever's happening. So you have to kind of play that in your head to where it's like, oh, I need this extra one power to kill the creature. Well, you can't make your 2-2 two, two or your 3-1. But right. I'm more thinking that's not really the thought or the process. It's like, hey, he has Vig. He attacks. I'm making a 2-2 two, two and a 3-1. Up, you're swinging. I'm forcing you to swing at me. Maybe there's some goad in here. Sure. Okay, I'm blocking again. I'm making another 2-2 two, two, and 3-1. So in theory, on one turn cycle, you should be making a minimum 8 power, or the most would be 12 power, which is yeah. absurd for 3 mana. I, I completely agree, and I think like there's times where I have played this card in the past where it, it attacks, and it's like... I don't want that creature to be attacking, right? Like, yep. I'm just because it's like I need to generate this creature to do whatever, but mm -hmm. I'm just going to lose it, right? So I think now, like you said, having the option um, is is, in my opinion, is is really really strong. Second question: If you get this, will you be hitting up a this proxy shop and getting LeBron James on it? Oh, they have a LeBron James one. No, I'm just I'm asking: Would you would you would you, would you that's what you would make, right? Because it's the king, right? 
I mean, I don't know. You know what? I, I have yet to pull in real life people mm. into my proxies. Uh, we'll have to see, though. I mean, who knows? I may put myself on there. <laughs> Earned it. Did it. Boy, uh, I, I believe it. Tuck, round six, go. Okay. Uh, this is a three-drop enchantment that I am a huge fan of. I play this in a lot of decks. Damn um, you. Why? Is this on your list, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's real cute. <laughs> uh, Awakening Zone. Two colors and a green for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may, you may create a 0-1 uh, colorless Eldrazi spawn creature token. It has sacrificed this creature, add uh, a colorless or a diamond because wizards are stupid. <laughs> Uh, so my, for me, I think this is, it goes right back to the same thing that you were talking about, right? Yep. Like, do I want the mana? Do I want the creature? What do I want? Right. But the fact that this is like your grain card, this is your, this is a grain and a hop and a yeast card, in my opinion, because it gets you, it puts you ahead. It puts your head on board state, puts your head on ramp. And then also these are things that are going to be attacking in the late game when you need them with the yep. commander. Yeah. Well, cause that's usually my issue with awakening zone. It's like, yeah, it's great. Like turn two or three but then like turn nine i don't need this and i don't even need the mana when it's producing it on the battlefield i need colors at that point right so the fact that no matter when you pull this card it's gonna work for you it's either making mana or it's making bodies i totally agree um and with those bodies we do need ways to control the board and with that it's time to talk about an hour not an hour an hour our what? reckoning for, like not hour, it's an hour, right? <laughs> Jesus. Four, four colors, uh, triple white for sorcery. It has convoke. Your creatures can help cast a spell. Each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one of the mana that uh, that creature's color. Destroy all non-token creatures. Again, we are playing tokens. That is the name of the game. Uh, it's we're going to be chumping them out, and then even even if our commander dies to this board wipe, she's so low costed. It's easy to. It's going to be right easier to run her back out. Right, so. We have effectively a one-sided board wipe that hopefully we'll be able to make pave the way for creature tokens to start attacking it. Yeah, I mean, if you have a token deck, this is an auto-include. Uh, also, I love how a lot of yours is like the control and value, and mine is just like, <laughs> crappy tokens, let's go! Run it! I will run these tokens into you over and over and over again. <laughs> well, I'm going to round out round seven with a card that is a slam dunk in this deck. Oh. Beacon of Creation. Three colorless green sorcery. Put a 1-1 one, one green insect oh. creature token into play for each forest you control. Shuffle it back into your library. Or put a 2-2 two, two, or 3-1 onto the <laughs> battlefield for each forest you control. And this guy is a cool $18. I don't know what a budget is. <laughs> Yikes. Now, so you will, if you are, so if you are running this in a deck, you have to run it with Yavimaya, whatever, right? Cradle of Growth. Absolutely. Yes, right. That's that's also on the list, I assume, if you're Yep, running. yep. Yeah. So uh, just to save time, that's my pick eight. Oh, sure. For yeah. round eight is Yavimaya Cradle of Growth, which essentially, guys, uh, just turns every land onto the battlefield. Uh, in addition to its other types, it's also a forest. So you definitely have Yavimaya. You have Beacon of Creation. I think these two cards are kind of tied together no matter what, similar to Urborg and Cabal Coffers. Like, you run Urborg, you have Cabal Coffers. If you have Cabal Coffers, you're probably running Urborg, even if it's a mono-black deck. And so I think Yavimaya Cradle of Growth and Beacon of Creation, they're just tied to the hip. Now, what's your quick quick side thing on Yavimaya? I agree 100%. They're both really good. Do, do you just put Yavimaya in every three-color deck that runs green? No. You don't think so? 
No, okay. no, no, no. No, because there's no... So that's my issue with Yavi Maya Cradle of Growth. There's really no payoff with it. Like, there's ah, no Cabal ah, coffers ah. to uh, Yavi Maya. And so Beacon of Creation is, like, the only thing that I've recently, like, looked into. I'm sure I know there's tons of other stuff. They care about the forest count. And I know everyone is all excited. And, like, yeah, if you're doing, like, a forest walk deck, sure, you're going to put it in there. But ah, there's, it's not an auto-include by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe at four colors and five colors, sure, I guess, if you really need green. But I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fine card. It's not worth the price, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think that's a really good point. And you're like, it's you're also giving other people a resource for a very commonly played color, right? Yep. So it's it, black is not as exciting to me as, as having being able to generate black mana to me is not near as exciting or as impactful as being able to generate green, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. I would agree. All right, Tuck, give us round eight. I don't like, look, listen, I want to go on record. I don't like this card, okay? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it when it's played. I don't like playing it. But Scoot Swarm is gonna go. Damn you! <laughs> it's gonna go out of control of the stupid deck. <laughs> two colors. It's so a, filthy. Two. I hate this card. Two colors and a green for a creature insect. It's a one-one that has landfall. Whenever land enters the battlefield under your control, uh, create a one-one green insect creature token. If you control six or more lands, create a token that's a copy of Scoot Swarm instead. For me, I view it this way, right? Like you, you are create. Until you have the six lands, you're just creating cats and dogs. And then after that, there's a choice to be made, right? That's exactly my thought. <laughs> well, and honestly, after that, there is no choice to be made. You just go more you, scoot swarms because right. it just it compounds way too but then, fast. But like then the one scoot swarm that gets created off of the next one, the next time you do it, you can turn that one into the cat, right? And then you still have your or yeah, but see, or, do you, or do you just go you, once you get Scoot Swarm, you're just Scoot Swarm. I that think you just Scoot Swarm because Scoot Swarm only makes a Scoot. It makes one Scoot Swarm off the landfall. It's just the fact that then when you have two Scoot Swarms, you then make two more Scoot Swarms because each one makes one. Uh-huh. So it, right. it's more of like I guess if you're at, you know, once you get to the Scoot Swarm number to like forty eight or like ninety six, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter. Then, yeah, then it doesn't matter. It's like okay, I'll make two two cats haste i kill you yeah right yeah you're you're, so, you're dead but you definitely have to get that big exponential number you don't want to just say okay i got 12 scoot swarms i'll make 12 two two cats like <laughs> right. i don't know what that does yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent agreed um so one thing you are going to want to do with all these creatures though is tappy tap tap them ah. tappy tap tap so cryptolith right to me is like an auto include in this style of deck as well so colas and a green for an enchantment Creatures you control have tap, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Now, hey, guess what? You don't even have to make the... It's the same sort of thing with Earthcraft, right? Like, now you don't even have to make the thought between a treasure and a cat, right? Yep. Cats are just treasures. Uh, <laughs> this, this card is... This, this is going to be like a $400 deck. This card's $13. Are you kidding me? I, I think my list already is $400. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's Ace on tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> 500 <there>. bucks. <laughs> All right, what do you got for round nine? Oh my gosh, okay. Tuck, I did put a little bit of protection in here, <gasps> but oh. this card is bananas in here. Grand Crescendo. X white white instant. <sighs> create X one one green white citizen creature tokens. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I meant create X two two cats or three one dogs. Uh, creatures you control gain indestructible till end of turn. It's so stu- it's too. Oh my man- god! Like- this is fifteen dollars too. Yeah. 
this it this is like the this is gonna be the one of the chase cards out of the commander sets. Um, but yeah, like I love the fact that you like when I first read this, like, oh, okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, you can just play double blue and everything gets indestructible, right? It's like a, your double second white. copy. It's like, oh, sorry, thank you. <laughs> blue, obviously, <laughs> the better color. <laughs> Uh, but like, so to me, this is like the blue, God damn it. This is the white, this is like white heroic intervention, right? Sure. Plus, 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 right? Well, you don't get the hex proof. So that's, true, that's, that's what, that's true. And that's kind of the way I look at the card is like, yes, it is like a white heroic intervention. You're just more saying, okay, <laughs> instead of uh hex proof, I'd like to get tokens instead. I had the ability. Yeah. It's just yeah. a non green, like <laughs> Because heroic invention is green, it's automatically better, right? Absolutely. Well, round ten, Ooh. I'm going with one of our favorite new cards. Uh, new cards from a strategy: Curse of Opulence. Uh, single red enchantment or a curse enchant player. You're enchanting yourself. Whenever enchanted player is attacked, create a colorless artifact token named Gold. It has sack this artifact. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Each opponent attacking that player does the same. Uh, and this is also fifty dollars. <laughs> put put it on the list. Uh, so the thing I like about this, guys, we've talked about how Curse of Opulence is good to put on yourself because then you always get the get the reward when you get attacked. But the thing I really like about it is because of that mid to late game. Oh, you're attacking me. Hmm. I could kill it with a 3-1. Let's make a 3-1 dog. Oh, you forgot I could do that. Well, tough cookies. Dead. This is so... Okay, I think you hacked this card. This is... From here on out, this is... You just put it on yourself, right? Unless you're in a pod with, like, spell slingers and no one's attacking. Uh Aha. That's the only time it would be. Then you put it on an opponent. But yeah, if there's anyone in the red zone, 100% yourself. You put it on yourself, right? Yeah. Um, it's great. Uh, I can't believe I missed this one. This card is so good. Is this an, is this a slant? How do we, def- is this, what, what would we say? It's like standard. This is it's like a, a standard standard-ish, standard-ish, right? Yeah. Red standard, not staple just because of the spell slinger or planeswalker tables. There is enough metas out there where people don't want to attack. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right, Tuck round 10. Fight. We're getting into the planeswalker discussion, my friend. Uh, you know, you know the next one that's coming up, so we'll get this one out of the way first. Zeriel, Archduke of Avernus, a uh, new one from, well, I guess it's not new. It's like a year old, I suppose. This card's not $15, and, uh, but if you want to get the stupid <laughs> stamp, it's 131 Oh my uh, god. Two, two colors, two red for four, uh, four loyalty legendary planeswalker Zeriel. Uh, the first two, I think are the most important things. So plus one is creatures you control, get plus one and plus zero and gain haste until end of turn. When you have those big swing turns and you have all these tokens, you want to get them out. And, uh, to your point, Tuck, that's also part of the deciding factor between cat and dog. Do I want the haste to attack or do I want the vigilance to protect? It's like, well, I could just make the dogs do the plus one. And now I got four ones going at them with vigilance. That's absurd. And then the zero is create a zero a, create a one one red devil creature token with when this creature dies it deals one damage to any target fine but it's even better when you create your cat and dog out of that as we've discussed and then my six is you get an emblem with at the end of the first combat phase on your ah. turn untap target creature control after this phase there's an eh. initial combat phase yeah whatever but yeah. Your, to your point if you do get to the if you do build him up her if you build her up to that point and you have your dogs. Then that does kind of become good, right? Not like, really. It's untapped target creature. You get sure, one. Sure. 
But but if all your dogs have vigilance, I'm just saying you get like your oh sure thing okay fair in that magic Christmas land right yeah um and then following up with this I mean you already know what I'm gonna say right it's a planeswalker doubling season no well sure <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a planeswalker Elspeth yep which one is it Knights Errant uh close Sun Sun's champion all, all right that, that was on my list too that was on my ah! list too. This card's it's the best card ever printed. Oh my god, you're so dramatic. <laughs> four colorless double white for four drop. Uh, Planeswalker Elspeth plus one. Put three white soldier creature tokens on the battlefield. Cat and dog minus three. Destroy all creatures with power four or greater. Cat and dog minus seven. You get an emblem with creatures you control. Get plus two plus two and half flying. Also cat and dog. Done. <laughs> Just done. It's the best card. Cannot believe you. It's a, it's a I mean, I can. It's the best planes. Okay, I still go on. I think this is the best planes. I've, I've said it once. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. I think this is the best planeswalker ever created, Mister Combo. What is your pick? Well, rounding out round oh. eleven, Johnny Strength of Pride is going to be great yeah. for this deck. Two colorless, white, white. Uh, comes in with five loyalty. You can get it. Is it cheaper? Nope. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> Uh, plus one, you gain life equal to the number of creatures you control plus the number of planeswalkers you control. So I think that's going to be super relevant. Um, when I, I feel like any decks that are go go fluffy, uh, that that mid 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 power, uh, even though this deck in theory should be go wide because you're using crappy tokens and converting them to good tokens, but say la vie, um, I think you're going to have a lot of creatures. Um, and I actually have a fair amount of planeswalkers on my list. So I think that plus one, you're probably going to gain eight life. An yeah. activation. Oh, for sure. Minus two, and this is one that you you would have to kind of figure out which what you want to do with it. Uh, create a two-two white cat soldier creature token named a Johnny's Pride Mate with whenever you gain life, put a plus one plus one counter on the Pride Mate. Here's why I want this card at the deck. Zero. If you have fifteen life more than your starting life total, exile a Johnny and each artifact and creature your opponent's control. That should be super easy, in my opinion. Uh, plus one. Okay, we went from 40 to 60 because I got 20 creatures. Okay, Vigi, protect, 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 zero. Everything's exiled. Yeah. I win. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 bonkers. I think that's why this card's so expensive. Do you have the, What do you have this in? Gear Ed, right? I don't think I actually own a copy of this card. Really? Yeah, yeah it's it's really good. I don't know. The, the $13 price tag seems a little high for this, but like you said, what are you going to do? Well, round 12, I got an old card. Back from oh. 2012. Hunt Master of the Fells. All right. Now wow. This is a, we're getting a little sweatier. We're starting to get a little I like, sweatier. I like it. I like it a lot. So two colorless gruel. That's red and green. It's a 2-2. Two, two. It's a creature human werewolf. And this was first printed in Dark Ascension. Gosh darn it. $13. <laughs> Every single thing. <laughs> Whenever this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Huntmaster, put a 2-2 green wolf creature token onto the battlefield and you gain two life. So how about a 2-2 cat and gain two life or a 3-1 dog? The beginning of your upkeep. If no spells were cast last turn, transform Huntmaster. <laughs> Trample 4-4. Four, four. Whenever this creature transforms into Ravager of the Fells, it deals two damage to target opponent and two damage to up to one target creature that player controls. At the beginning of each upkeep, if a player casts two or more spells last turn, transform Ravager of the Fells. So I put this card in the deck because I was also thinking about Tuck, how he likes to annoy people with day and night. Oh, yes. How great yes. would it be to an, like, hey, did you cast anything? Okay, gotta go over. Yep, yep. Uh, Flip it over. And then uh, the awesome thing is that there are going to be times in the game where people stall out and they have nothing to do. Yeah. 
And so you're going to get the flip. You're going to deal some damage. And then someone's going to do three, four spells. You're going to flip it back, make another two, two or three, one. You're always getting something good with this guy. And then even if he always just sits at a two, two, well, it is what it is. I mean, nothing you can do about it. Uh, But I think how EDH games usually go with as many players as we have, he should be flipping at least once a rotation. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think, I love how much of the fellows. This was like the when I first started playing Magic in China. This was like the boogeyman card. Oh, that, really? Oh, yeah. It was like a hundred dollars. It was like it was like unbeatable in modern. Hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah. yeah Wait, it. do you mean do you mean a hundred yen? <coughs> it was Kwai, but no. Uh, oh, Kwai. Yeah. Uh, no, I listen. You don't have to sell me on Huntmaster. I I would want I want to sell this card more more Huntmaster. <laughs> Every deck has a Huntmaster now. All right. Well, what's your round 12? Look, you talked about day and night, right? But what's the true... Wait, should I just put Arlen in here? (laughs) Are you just putting a Monarch mechanic in here? Yes, you are. 100%. Court of Grace. Yeah, (laughs) you took it from me. Yeah! (laughs) Slam dunk. Two colors, double white for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, you become the Monarch. The best mechanic ever made. At the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. It's 2-2 cat. And if you happen to be the monarch, you create a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying instead. Um, <clears throat> I like, again, like, it's what we were talking about with some of the other cards. Early game, you just turn them into cats. Late game, they turn into angels and you win the game. So, for me, I, I, I if, even if this card didn't have monarch on it, it was three mana, I'd still think it's amazing. But it has monarch, so you have to have it in here, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you're literally taking the shittiest part of the card and making it just twice or three times is better yeah right. and then the the best part of the card is still like okay four four flying i'll take that it's so yeah the best like to your point the best card of the card is still good right yes it's, yeah it's it doesn't like, like hurt it like i think that's where jenny where the design of jenny Fay. i don't know if we could say broken or design mistake but the whole you may instead Oh, I think I think if it forced you to create it, then we're having a different discussion. Like Court of Grace, it's like, okay, is it good or am I going to be the monarch a lot of times and I'm not getting the full value for the card? <clears throat> but yeah. the fact that it's a May, it's like, well, I'll just pick and choose how I feel right. at the yeah, time. I'll just take, I'll take the, I'll take the best option every time, right? Like yep. you get it like that. So uh, the next one I have here is a new one. I think this has got a lot of wheels in here as well. This is probably also going to be a chase card. Uh, prosperous partnership. So it's fresh off the pack. One colorless and Boros. That's a red and a white for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, create two one one green and white citizen creature tokens. Cats. Uh, tap three untapped creatures you control. Create a treasure token. So again, do I want another cat or do I want a treasure token? Right. Like I have all these different creatures lying around. I'm sorry. What about dog? Great dog. Always, you can always create. Yeah, you can't always do dog. That is correct. You can't always do dog. Uh, so anyways. No. This, I I have this a, I have, is really good. I actually have it laid out, guys. Tuck, here's what he would do. Enters the battlefield, he makes two cats. He's going to tap three cats to make a dog, and then throw the dog in front of the person attacking him so the dog dies. Oh, yeah, 100%. But then the cats are always there. So the cats always get the dogs who do the dirty work. They're just, take, they're just, taking, a, they're just taking a little rest. Just a little shut-eye. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you feel like this card is as good as I think it is in general? No, no. Really? Tap three untapped creatures to make a treasure token? No. That is okay. not as good. Now, if it if it was like tap three to make two or three treasure tokens, I think that's fine. And some oh. people are going to be like, oh, of course, you're getting more value. But it's the fact that you have to have three untapped 
to get the three. That's right. where it's like a little bit better. But yeah, no, this is, I mean, what's it? $1.30? Yeah, this is a dollar rare. You think me. so? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I believe it. All right. Well, I'm going to close out this round 13 with something that's going to be a little tender and shoot. Oh, damn it. I forgot to add this. Tender shoot dryad. Bonkers. Bonkers. (laughs) This card is is truly bonkers. And Tuck, I don't think I've talked about a card less than $10, and this card is $10.64. (laughs) Uh, Tender shoot dryad. Four colorless green creature dryad. It's a 2-2. It has a send. So if you control 10 or more permanents, you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game, which you very well probably will have at some point. Oh, yeah. At the beginning of each upkeep, make a 1-1 green sap creature token. Saperlings you control get plus two, plus two, as long as you have the city's blessing. So here's what I like about it. You can choose at any point to make them into sapperlings and get have three three sapperlings. Is the three three sapperlings better than the three one dog or a two right. two cat? But here's the deal: once tender shoot is gone, you lose the buff, and now they're just one ones again. So mm. this is where you get oh. to play like the mental chess of the game of like, okay, I know who my opponents are. I kind of know what they're doing. Do I want to make the cat? Or the dogs, or do I think Tinder Shoot's going to stay around because of Swiftfoot Boots? Or I maybe have the uh, Grand Crescendo in hand and I can protect it from a board wipe. You kind of have to play a little bit of that mental Jenga on the board state. And I like that. I like puzzles, and that's what makes EDH fun. But this card on its surface is just great. But the yeah, fact right. that you could just be double tripling the power of what you are making is even better. I agree. I think this card, this card's like a win card on a stick, right? Uh, it's immediate threat. Have to take care of it. Uh, yeah, I got, it's, it's incredible. I'm here for it. And this is going to be on my list. I just forgot to put it on there. Well, for round 14, we're going oh. with a little bit of Elspeth that people don't hear about a whole ton. Elspeth Tyrell or Tyrell. Three Ooh. colorless white, white. Oh, I did it. 955. Nice. Ooh, under 10 bucks. All right. It comes in with four loyalty guys and it has three activated abilities. We talked about it. Plus two, gain one life for each creature you control. Slam well, dunk. We're going right? to have <laughs> lots of creatures. Uh, minus two, create three one one white soldier creature tokens. So it's not as good as the other Elspeth, Sun's Champion. But we can still do it. But here's what's cool, guys. Minus five. Destroy all other permanents except for lands and tokies. My God. <laughs> and she still, she exists through it too. No, she doesn't. All other. Oh, it, you are right. Yeah. Because so you, plus, you, so you, you, pl- you play her plus it six. Next turn, you board wipe. <laughs> yeah. You plus you plus two, gain 70, and then board wipe the turn after. Is this. Do you think there's enough support to. Is there room in this deck to put in a life gain or like life gain matters because it's so easy to do with tokens? Or is that like, is that Ghost of Girlfriend's past problem? I like, say that is uh, cards. 97, 98, 99, and 100. Like, you're uh-huh. literally at the very yeah. end. You're looking to fill the deck. Okay, I got enough removal. I got enough ramp. I got enough for my package. Okay, I can have a little bit of fun. That's where, like, uh, what's it? Soul Warden and stuff oh, like that yeah, can, like, yeah, yeah, come yeah, into yeah. play. The the um, Inter- Creature in a battlefield, you gain a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sister's there, too. Okay. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. Uh, all right. I have a great enchantment. 
One that you do not like, but I think is incredible. <laughs> it's like Curse Opulence, but better. Search Supremacies. Three colors and a white for an enchantment. Whenever a creature attacks you, you or attacks you or a planeswalker you control, investigate, and then you create your clue, which is a dog that you just block the creature with and kill it. So, or take no damage. So I like this card a lot. I think it's underplayed. Um, I think it's like a great white draw spell, but again. You get the best of both worlds, right? You need to draw spells, you get your clues. You need to build up your token army, you get your tokens out of that. You definitely baited me in like a different direction. It's not an enchantment, I don't think. I think it's an artifact. I totally thought you were talking about Great Hinge. You're like, oh, this great thing, great, you oh. hate it, because I really don't like Great Hinge. No, I hate Great Hinge. I'm not putting that in any deck. It's, ugh. <laughs> I, ha I hate Great Hinge so much, so much. Well, search the premises is bananas. Uh, right. it, I think anything that we can get whenever a creature, then right. it's like, okay, we're getting lots of triggers. And as much as we can do individual, you might be like, hey, I do need to draw a couple cards. So let me make two clues, but then I'll make seven dogs or seven yeah, cats. Yeah, ab ab absolutely. Uh, and then for round 15, we have one of my favorite fiery redheads, Chandra Acolyte of Flame, the baby Chandra. Uh Two, one mana more than one man one man one mana more than Tybalt, so obviously not near as good. Oh my uh, gosh. One colorless double red for a four drop legendary planeswalker, Chandra. Uh she has two zero abilities. The first one is put a loyalty counter on each red planeswalker you control. I can see a build of this deck that is very planeswalker heavy, because they a lot of them generate, especially the red tokens. ones generate tokens. Yeah. yeah. So that's like to your point, that's like theme seven out of this right yeah um and then more importantly zero create two one one red elemental creature tokens they gain hey sacrifice them to gain the next end step no they don't when they're cats uh and then minus two you may cast target insert sorcery card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard if that card will be put into your graveyard this turn exile instead so i'm sure like artifact mutation or chaos warp what whatever right yeah. yeah whatever but for me it's all about that zero ability right you're creating these two things you're turning them into creatures for three mana that you're going to be able to do over and over and over again, and it protects her. Easy way to think about it. We've talked about three mana enchantments that make something at the beginning of our upkeep that we're going to turn into cats and dogs. This is the same thing. A Planeswalker can only be activated um, on our turn, so it's three mana. We make two, 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 or three ones, and then a rotation, and I do it again, and then I do it again. So definitely... Like, I think sometimes us as Magic players, we're like, well, but that first ability is worthless. I'm not going to ever use it. And that last ability, I guess, is fine. And so the card shouldn't go in there because I'm not maximizing the potential. And I think that's, like, getting a little too granular with it. I think right. if you could just acknowledge, would you pay three mana to gain four or six power every upkeep? Yes. Okay, here's a card. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. And I'm also guilty. I am... I, my brain is so hyper focused that I can I look at one ability. I'm like, well, this is all this is all that matters, right? And then you just kind of miss the force for the trees there. Well, uh, my next card is a, it's a it's a two parter to close out fifteen. Druid's call. Uh, uh, this card is seven dollars and seventy two oh. cents. Colorless green enchant creature. Seventy two. Whatever enchanted creature is dealt damage, its controller puts that many 1-1 green squirrel creature tokens into play. Well, people may ask, why would you have this in the deck? Wait a minute. Hold on, can I and guess? Sure. Is it an enchantment? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, for round 16, we're putting in the tank. Oh! Blast Chonker! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> 
Four colorless red, creature goblin, one one, indestructible. Whatever brash taunters dealt damage. It deals that much damage to target opponent. Two uh, and a red tap brash taunter fights another creature. You throw the enchantment on the brash taunter. He's fighting every big asshole out there, and he's making squirrels into cats and dogs. Come oh, on, let's go. <laughs> I mean, look, think about it. Brash taunter is like the crazy like activist that's just trying to save all the animals, but he hates fucking squirrels. They just destroy his yard. <laughs> you know, just like putting out squirrel poison you, and all of that. But cats and dogs, he loves them. Great sanctuary. You hate the, you. The best part about all this is you hate this card. You hate yeah. It. But here's the thing. Once I found a Druid's Call, I was like, you have to do it. Yeah. You have to do I it. I mean, oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, I agree. I'm, listen, again, sell me less on this card. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Tuck. Why don't you close right. out round 16? So I have a land in here as well. Um, I think this I think this one kind of goes into ah. any sort of deck like this. Gavity Township, to me, is just such a banger. Um, it's a rare, it's 75 cents now. It used to be like 15 bucks, I think, back in the day. Oh, okay. But anyway, you can, you can tap and it, it comes in and taps for a colorless, which is fine, whatever. But more importantly, two colorless, uh, a green and a white, and you tap it, put a one, one counter on each creature you control. Uh, for me, I just think that's a lot of value in a land slot that you already have, right? Like you, you, you're not losing anything by putting this in the deck, right? You, it, it comes into, it comes to play untapped. You can tap it and make your guys bigger. A four-two and a three-three, in my opinion, are that's that's a big enough size difference that it's worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess the only thing I would ask you: Do you think four mana? It, well, actually, technically five mana because you have to yeah. tap this land. So, you think five mana to get just a one-one counter on each creature is worth it? I, okay, I would not put this. Hmm, if okay, so let's flip it over, right? What if this if this was an enchantment that cost three mana and the ability was two or something like that and you had to tap the enchantment or you can only do it once a turn? I wouldn't run uh, to your point. I wouldn't run that right. Just for one counter for me, I like that it's still a land right. You can okay. you still get your value okay. out of it. It's still colorless. It'll be a force when you play Yavi Mai Cradle Growth or whatever. Yeah. So that to me, I I I think it's over costed. I agree with you hundred percent on that, but. I think it's worth it because you can still do something with the card, even if you don't cast, even if you don't pay the mana. Okay. Okay. And, and to be honest, so initially when you were kind of starting it, I actually thought you were going the, uh, Hanware, the writhing township route. Oh, um, and so, Ooh. you know, with, oh my uh, God. Handware, Wait, we put that in here too. <laughs> I mean, I think you do, uh, with hand, cause I think it's Hanware battlements is the land. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's initially where I thought you were going and I was like, oh, okay. But like, I didn't even like remember, uh, Gavity Township. And so I think that's a, I think that's one thing that this deck, I don't know if it's going to be mana hungry, but I think you're going to need lots of ways to produce mana. Mm -hmm. And if you build it in a true Naya fashion, the five shouldn't be a big deal. And in theory, would you pay five to increase 10 power? Probably. Right. Got 10 right. creatures. Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh. It's an interesting one, but I'm curious. Round 17. What do you got? Sorry for this. Sorry. It's it's sorry. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> it's sorry. I hate you. What I hate you so much. What? <laughs> what? It has to go in the deck somewhere. One colorless, one colorless for an uncommon artifact that cost you about $4, which it cost you about 10. Uh it is uh you tap it and you get two mana, two diamonds. Pass turn. Lost to time is the artifice's art of trapping light from a distant star 
and a ring of pure purest gold. All right, guys. Well, Let's, I'm going to bring this back on track in round 17 with pest infestation. Oh, yes. Absolute banger. Oh. XX green sorcery. Destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments. Create twice X one one black green pest creature tokens with when this creature dies, you may gain one life. Uh, and this guy is almost $8 as well. <laughs> Magic is so expensive. <laughs> and Why? So, uh, the XX, I'm not a big fan of these cards. Uh, I'm yeah. very adamant about that. But I feel like in green or Naya, you should be able to produce mana as you need. Mirari's Wakes of the World, Zendikar Resurgence of the World, things like that. Um, and here's the other thing I like about it. You don't have to have an exact number. So it's not like, okay, I can pour 10 into X so I can get five. I need five targets. There's only three. I guess I can't do it. Um, because there's that one card in Gruel that I think you need a legal target that, for you, each. With, I was going to say, this is the decimate argument, right? Decimate yep. argument, where you cannot cast... If you don't have a legal target for all four of those... You cannot target. You cannot... You ca yeah, it. you cannot cast it, right? And I, that's what I was going to say about this that's so interesting, is it's up to, right? So mm -hmm. this is like... where Would you hmm, would you still put this in the hop section? Yes. Yes, Okay. Because yeah. it's, it's more about the value of the tar. It's more about the first part of the card is more valuable to the card, right? Correct. Because if you think about it, you need Jenny Faye out there to make the tokens better. So it's like, yes, if it's Jenny Faye plus this, then it could maybe be a yeast. But the fact that it's like, okay, at its surface, what are we using this card for? Destroy artifacts, enchantments. Okay, it's a mm -hmm. hop card. If we get additional value, great. But if uh, not, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Next card. So I'm starting to get into my little spicier picks. Oh, uh, we're, we're getting a little bit later into the episode. Spicier. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Arborea. Old, old card. What? Uh, this guy is 20 bucks from Legends. It's a world enchantment. Two colorless green green. Creatures can't attack a player who didn't cast a spell and didn't put a card onto the battlefield during his or her last turn. But... The redacted text is put a non-token permanent onto the battlefield during their last turn. So I really like this card because I really don't think we have to cast a spell or deal with non-tokens. Once we have Ginny Faye out there and you have like maybe a smothering type, you have your other upkeep, your uh, tender shoot dryads. No one, in theory, can ever attack you because you're still building your board state off of the right. natural upkeep and progression triggers you have on your board. But yet all of your opponents are like, hell, what do I do? How do I get around this? What do you think? It's real weird and sweaty. I th it, it... You cannot be attacked unless yeah. we cast a spell or put a non-token permanent onto our battlefield. Is this card a staple? In, is this a green staple? In Jenny Fay or green staple? I think this card's really, like, kind of incredibly good, right? So, have you never heard of this card? No, I've never, I was, I'm like, that's why my brain is, like, like <laughs> slowed to a halt. Because it's, A, I've never heard of it. B, it's not on the reserve list, which is stupid, because it was printed at Uncommon. So, uh, I think this card's, like, S-tier, right? I Hey, you said it, not me. Uh... <laughs> 
think it's great. Where did you, wait, was this off your, the Google image search that you've been doing? Yep. No way, really? Actually, no. Uh, I've been, I've been learning how to use Scryfall search engine a lot better. And so now I I basically did like a special Naya commander token creation or things that, that mentioned like tokens Ah, and creatures. Okay. And I kind of like filtered through like 14,000 cards or whatever it was. Uh, so yeah, no, I think this card's great. I think this is going to preserve our life total. Um, and once again, guys, I think this is the boom, plant it down. My board is set outside of someone casting a board wipe. I should win the game. And also like, so it also, this is, this to me also reads like Mm -hmm. an opponent modal card, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, it's your choice now. Do you want to be the only person that's attacked and cast your nine drop? Or do you just want to sit there and be like, well, I don't want to get attacked. Like we're, we're everyone's in this red zone. So I'm just going to time walk myself yep. and not do anything. Wow. A plus work. <laughs> a plus work, Mr. Combo. All right. Well, Tuck, why don't you try to give us some A plus work at round 18? So it's our favorite planeswalker. The first ones that we ever played. We got our boy Zenigos Reveler. Ah, oh, you dick. Yes. Uh, two colorless and gruel. That's a green and a red for a three drop uh, planeswalker Xenagos. It's a mythic for about five bucks, seven dollars. Check that. Plus one at X and any combination of uh, red and or green to your mana pool, where X is the number of creatures you control. Obviously, there's going to be a bunch. Zero. Put a two two red and green satyr creature token with haste on the battlefield. It's effectively a cat, so you just tur- you just make a cat because <laughs> cats are better, obviously. Um, and then minus six, XL the top seven cards of your library. You may you may put any number of creature and or land cards from among them onto the battlefield. I we just talked about this during our non-partner partner builds. And in that deck, we said that the minus six is really good. Here, I don't think it really matters. I think it's the plus one and zero, right? Like that's what you're going back from. You plus yeah. one if you need the mana, you you do the zero if you want to create the creature. Literally, the, 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 how I play the card today is like, do I need the mana? Okay, I plus one. Do I just need a creature? Okay, I zero. It's just here, the fact that you could upgrade your zero to a three one, because it's the right. same two two. It's just, I guess it has haste, so that is nice. Well, uh, but I really too, think... Right? What's up? The cats have haste too, right? Well, no, that's what I was saying, because the satyr doesn't have haste. Oh, yeah. It? Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, better, you, better, um, you better believe it. <laughs> So, yeah, being able to upgrade it to a 3 one's nice, but I think the bigger thing is that plus ability and getting all that mana, because I yeah. don't see this deck not having less than seven creatures on board. Right, yeah, it's like, if you just look at the list that we're building right now, almost yeah. every single thing we've discussed is creating tokens of some varietal across the CMC, right? So, yep. I think you're, we're going to be swamped out here. Uh, the next one I have is a boring one, just to kind of move through. Because I ah. have, I have like, there's fews I really want to talk about, but I have to wait because I need to see your face on them. Um, but Intangible Virtue, like, no questions asked. One in a white for an enchantment. Creature tokens you control get plus one, plus one, and have vigilance. One thing I noticed in my Hazazon Tamar deck is, like, a lot of these cards are enchantments. Is Do the... When you play an enchantment, X, Y, and Z happens. Those are also card like 91, 92, 93, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's we can't we can't go <laughs> further than that because it's already too cluttered with everything else we're doing, right? Exactly. And I think because we're trying to use shitty or terrible cards that make bad tokens, it's like that's already taken up a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's almost like the niche stuff, you almost have to say, like, well, could I use just extra mana rocks? Or could uh, I use extra yeah. board control? Is, um, is, that, is, is this one creature that could draw me three cards if I go into it? Is yeah. that better than an Arcane Signal? Swords to Plowshare. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, you got it. All right, round 19. 
Alliance of Arms. Oh. One white okay. sorcery joined forces <laughs> for $7 almost. Starting with you, each player may pay any amount of mana. Each player puts X11 <laughs> white soldier creature tokens onto the battlefield where X is the total amount of mana paid this way. Well, hey, opponents. <laughs> You guys do what you want. I'm going to dump 11 in here and make 11 tutus with haste. And then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so how's that sound? <laughs> then, then you're going to die. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, uh, you're a fan? Yeah. Oh, big, big. Are you, are you crazy? Of course I am. This is amazing. Well, one thing I had to include in here is an alternate win con. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let me guess. Is it the... One where if you have more than a certain amount of... Oh, no, it's another... Oh, very good. Halo Fountain. Very good. Closing or starting out round 20. So two colorless white artifact. White tap. Un untap a tapped creature you control. Create a 1-1 one, one green and white citizen creature token. And <clears throat> I already want to put it out there. I already did the research. There is no card that can work in Naya. That's a creature that taps to untap target artifact. They're all in blue. So, because ah, I was thinking ah, if you had okay. infinite, if you had a bunch of white mana, you could just do this loop and make tons of dudes. Right. Um, oh, no, you still got to be able to untap the artifact. Yep. That's what okay. yeah, I was like. I think, white, I white, think... tap, untap two tapped creatures you control, draw a card. I think that's pretty great, especially because yeah, sure. you could use your uh, Cryptolith right to produce the white, then untap them um, to draw a card. But white, white, white. White, white. So that's that's five whites. Um, that's basically a uh, water polo team right there. Five whites. <laughs> I was, was going to say, careful, counselor. Be very, be very careful here. <laughs> Untap 15 tapped creatures you control. You win the game. With Cryptolith right and all the things that we're yeah. going to have in here, um, that's going to be phenomenal. But this is where, once again, you have to plan your game and do the chess. If you got dogs... You have to have a way to tap them. You can't just attack yeah. and have them all go. So got to think about how you're doing your end game and how you're building up your board state. But I think Halo Fountain is a slam dunk. Yes. At yeah. under $7. Yep. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, I think this card's going to start making a lot of rounds. I think being able in a vacuum, I think the this is going to be a really good white draw spell, like in a mono white deck, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, it's so good. That you inspired me to add in a also rand for my twenty pick. It's also a you win the game card. It's called... arguing approach. No, what? Okay. No, what am I? No, coward? what? What? No. What? no, why would you ever like, think I'd do that? That's not on the list. No, epic struggle. This is this actually is a good one. <laughs> so two colorless, double gr double green for an enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. If you control twenty or oh more creatures, God. you win the game. Seven bucks. Not not. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be so easy to get there, right? Yeah. Like this. I love how you and I are talking. It's gonna be so easy to get to fifteen <laughs> or twenty. Watch in real life. No one ever has more than like four. <laughs> it's like they're. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we're going. I'm going to that rugby tournament in the fall, and we found out that they're gonna be doing shorter halves, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a it's a breeze if we're only doing thirty minutes, and I was like, jump cut to me like throwing up on the sidelines. <laughs> Like, I can't do this anymore. Hey, uh, speaking of rugby, I actually uh, talked with uh, my fiance's CEO at her company last night at their party. It turns out his wife actually coaches 
a youth rugby league here in Kansas City. Really? I didn't even know they had those. That's incredible. She, sh- she showed me a picture of like an 11 year old with a broken nose. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to do that the old fashioned way with the belt. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Going away from that, what's your pick 21? <laughs> secure the. <or, laughs> secure tri belter? No, secure the waist. <laughs> this is this is just another version of your alliance at arms. It's this X and a white for an instant. Put X one one white swords or or sorry white warrior creature tokens on the battlefield. Another nine dollar card here. To me, it's like it plays. This plays perfectly into your Arborea. Everything else we've been talking about here, right? I'm not doing anything, guys. I got I got nothing, right? Yeah. I got my commander. You just board wipe me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the turn. Turn cycle. Nope, I I'm gonna win the game. Dump the mana. <laughs> yeah, yep. here, here, here you go. So here's uh, the thing. Since you're doing that at your opponent's in step, are you going three one dogs? Like because you're just trying to get the most power. I think possible, so, right? right? Like yeah, yeah like because it doesn't matter the hate. Like the haste doesn't matter. Yeah, it, I I would assume. Well, hmm. like true I guess, fl- are you really worried about the one toughness if that, you're trying so to just win the game? If you okay, true or false? If you're running this deck and you're creating tokens on your opponent's turn. Every single time they're the 3-1 dog, right? I mean, unless there's Pyrohemia or something oh, out there, it has oh, to be. Right, that right, it has to be, right? Yeah. Like, that just makes sense. So that's why, I, like, this is, like, surprise blockers, surprise attackers, or surprise I win the game, right? Like, yeah. that's why this one, I think, is so I think is so strong in here, um, especially because it's so variable, right? Like, one mana, five mana, three mana in the right time into this card is great. If this card is great as a four drop, this card is going to be great as a 15 drop, right? It's just very situational in the game, so. Okay. Well, uh, my round 21 is the boogeyman of token decks. My yes. <laughs> uh, three colorless green green creature fungi. It has a devour two. When it ETBs, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This creature enters the battlefield with twice that many plus one plus one counters nom. on it. Nom, nom, nom. Now, you do have to wait a turn cycle to get the effect, but at the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 green sapperling creature token for each plus one plus one counter on Michaelith. So, okay, he has five plus one plus one counters. I'm going, oh, I guess he couldn't have five. So it'd be, uh, he'd have 10 because you sacrifice five creatures. So let me make Ah. 10 dogs now or 10 cats. Disgusting. It is really, uh, I have never, I have only, I've played this card in a few decks. I have gone, there's only been one time where I made it back to my upkeep. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. (laughs) I, I got, I made it back to my upkeep one time and I won immediately. Like every time you, every time this card is played, it's like, okay, this is the card that is going, this is effectively, this card also re- reads, kill this card or you lose the game. Yeah. Now I did want to put a card in to kind of be like, okay, stuff's not going my way. Let me sure. try to preserve some value for the future. And so for round 22, I think Spawning Pit has a home in this deck. Two colorless artifact. Oh. You can get this for $5. Um, Sack a creature, put a charge counter on spawning pit. One colorless, remove two charge counters from spawning pit, put a 2-2 colorless spawn artifact creature token onto the battlefield. So I see this as like, okay, I'm going to destroy all creatures. Wrath of God. Oh, God. I just got... I just converted all these treasures and golds and clues into cats and dogs, and now they're all about to die. Well, if you sacrifice all of them, put them all on spawning pit, you get 10, 20, you know... Uh, deals on there yeah start paying one you know i'll just put out the two two spawn artifact creature tokens but cool i got Ginny back let's start making those into dogs and cats it's not efficient 
but it does at least preserve all the hard work you did. Because I do see this deck as one, you put so many resources into converting these tokens that when a board wipe happens, it's like, I wasted so yeah. much. Yeah. I've wasted all this time. Um, I I think the best part about this card is that it's none of it is tap, right? Yep. That's that's why this card is good. It's not once per turn. It's just got no limit to it, right? Like, yep. if you have the mana and the creatures, you can do this all ding-dong day. And it's colorless and uh, decks that don't have a lot of... Like, and this is not a great card. There's better versions of this in black, but there's maybe not in red, white, and green. Sure. You got yeah, it. 100%. All right, Tuck. Close it out. What is it? Oh, yeah. Um... Are you a big fan of the talking heads? I uh, don't know what those are, unless we're talking about in the mystical world, which I visit in my dreams every night. <laughs> it's not, it's, this is not this is not the voices that I hear. Uh, but we're they are a uh, early late eighties fusion band that had a song called "Burning Down the House." Uh, so burn down the house. Three. This is a sweaty one, literally, because there's flames. Three colors and a red and double red for a sorcery. Choose one. It deals five damage to each creature and each planeswalker, and then create three one one devil creature tokens with, or you can do the other, the other mode is one one devil creature tokens with. It doesn't matter because they're gonna be dogs or cats. They also gain haste until end of turn. So for me, it's like this is a this is a great matchup versus another token deck, right? If you happen mm. to be in there with another token deck and you're getting your stuff stripped away, perfect. I'm gonna send you back to the Stone Age. And then I'm going to be able to come back into this uh, stronger on my turn. Or the the efficiency is not great just to create the three creatures. But I do like it kind of... It's like that modal card, right? This might as well be a command or a, or a charm, in my opinion. So here's the issue, though. So the choose one, it's not your opponent. So it's going to blow up your board. Wouldn't you rather just run Pyrohemia for two less mana? And then like be able to like pay a red to like ping them off whenever you need it? Man, like Pyrohemia was like the 101st card for me, right? Because that's okay. like, I, it's so, it's so good and so strong. I, it just worries me that I feel Pyrohemia is a really good card to play in the very early or very late stages of the game. So long story longer, Pyrohemia is an amazing card. And I just, I, I like my brain can't do the gymnastics of figuring out if it fits in a token deck or not, right? Okay. Like, there's just okay. so many variables go into it. I don't think you're wrong, right? Okay. I, I, I don't think this is an empirically amazing card. It's probably like a B tier, but I just like the idea of the modality of it, right? Like, okay, oh, okay. that's if, fair. That's fair. If I, if I make three more creatures right now, how does that impact the board versus dealing damage at some other point, right? Okay. So it's, I, it's I, I'm with you there. It's a sweat, it's a sweaty one. It's a sweaty one for sure. No I know argument. I can tell you're sweating right now. I, I, I actually am sweating quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Um, All right, round 23, Michael Jordan me. Yeah, Michael Jordan coming in. This this is a GOAT card that almost won you the game when we played Assemble the Legion. What a oh, blowout. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's, it's so good. Uh, three colorless, a red, and a white. Enchantment, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a muster counter. <laughs> muster. Put a muster counter on Assemble the Legion, then create a 1-1 one, one red and white soldier creature token with haste for each muster counter on Assemble the Legion. Joke's on you. Those are 2-2 two, two cats. See all <laughs> everything else. Uh, the only thing I want to say about this card is when I played a cube a long time ago, my first commander cube when I was living in Fort Collins drink, uh, this card, I was like, I saw it in one of my opening packs. I was like, Oh, the, I can't wheel this. Like this is going to, this is going to be gone. Right. <laughs> Three times it went through the wheel. I was like, are you people? Wow. Stupid? Are you stupid? <laughs> like, What the hell are you doing? What is and I took it and it? then I won the game with it every time I played it. It was like unbeatable. 
So, anywho, uh, Summon Legion, Slam Dunk, and Boros and, uh, and Boros and Naya token decks. Tons of value. You just got to get it out earlier, early as you can. Uh, yeah, Assemble the Legion is amazing. And, uh, as it turns out, it's V good. It's very good. <laughs> uh, well, I want to give an S tier card as well. Oh, because uh, Tuck's doing it. So I think this legendary creature <gasps> is so great in this deck. Wow. Darian King of Kejeldor. Four colorless, white, white, legendary creature, human soldier. It's a 3-3. Whenever you're dealt damage, you may create that many 1-1 white soldier creature tokens. I'm sorry, that many 2-2 or 3-1 animal creature tokens. If you run this, you run Pyrohemia, right? I think so. Because you just keep creating 2-2. Like, you could... You could just you just keep doing it, right? Like that's yep. what you do. You just keep yeah, just a, a, every turn you would make one two two cat. Right. Yeah, and you can just do it over and over and over again. Yep. Uh I love this card. I just hate the only thing I don't like about it is the cost. Like it's six mana is an awful lot, but it makes sense, yeah. right? But again, we're running Naya, we're playing green, we're gonna have the ability to get this out way faster than you would have to Should, on Should at least. Right? Or yeah, great point. So I'm I'm here for it. Uh this in Pyrohemia, I think, yeah. If you're running this card, Pyrohemia is better than burning down the house. All right. Now we're getting into some sweaty cards. <laughs> For round 24, we got Waiting in the Weeds. What? Wait, what? Uh, this card costs 77 drone? cents. Oh. Colorless green green sorcery. Each player counts the untapped forest he or she controls and puts that many 1-1 green cat creature tokens into play. With our Yavimaya Cradle of Growth, we go to our turn because it is sorcery speed. We hope, you know, you, you just save this card. It's for, okay, people are tapped out. You think I'm going to crater hoof. No, no. I'm just going to make a bunch of cats and dogs. <laughs> Counts the, people, like, people talk about how magic is badly designed now. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just look at this card. Untapped force that you control. It's insane. I, I love it, though. It's it's, it's, it's a little kitty cats. So, uh, follow up to this. Is Yacht... Okay, so we talked about, what, three cards-ish that deal with Yavi Maya? Cradle yeah. of Growth, right? Yeah. Putting a thing in that's like tutor for any land, that is worth that slot, right? Like Probably. A, a, a Sylvan Scrying of the World or something like that, right? Okay. Probably. Yeah, agreed. All right, round 25... Wait, you skipped mine. You skipped my twenty-four. Damn it! I thought he wouldn't notice. I need. I wanted to try to get it before he did. Wait, are you trying? To, I, are you, do you want to do? You can do another one if it's on. All right, all right, good. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my round twenty-five because I got to okay. get this one before Tuck says it. Rabble rousing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Four colorless white enchantment. It has hideaway five. So you look at the top five of your library. Put one under the card. The rest on the bottom in a random order. Whenever you attack with one or more creatures, create that many one-one green-white citizen creature tokens. Then if you control 10 or more creatures you may play the exiled card without paying its mana cost so really you attack with as many creatures as you can you make that many cats and dogs and then you probably cast a spell for free the turn this yeah. comes down i think i think the i think the if this card was printed without the hideaway still good right yes like two mana less or one mana less without the hideaway and the hideaway is just like a free one right it's like okay i'm gonna give you this one for free yep so uh, i completely agree yeah, all right Tuck, you got 24, 25, 26, go. Okay. Let's see if we can do this. I think I got this. I think I can do this. Okay. We're doing, I'm calling this the kitty cat. The kitty cat corner. All right? Okay. For starters, Regal Caracol. Caracol. Car Caracol. I don't know. Whatever. Three you don't even know what you named your cat. 
Three colors. It's Mr. Bubbles. Three colors, double white for a three three creature cat. Other cats you control get plus one plus one to have lifelink. Huge. Uh-oh. When yeah. it enters the battlefield, create two one one white crack creature tokens with lifelink. Also solid, in my opinion, right? Like, so for me, this card is straight gas. You're getting your two twos out the gates that are now three threes with lifelink. Um, this is forcing now. This is what force the cards like this force you to create the cats on the other people's turns, right? Yeah, it's like it's these specific cards that go into that. But beyond that, I think we're still on the same road there. In similar scope, we have another kitty cat that's also very fancy. We have Feline Sovereign. So two colorless and a green for a creature cat. That's a two three. Other cats you control get plus one plus one. Have protection from dogs. <laughs> Uh, and then whenever one or more cats you control deal combat damage to a player, destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls. Woof. Those two twos are swinging big. Uh, also, you can tell that that cat is a real piece of shit because he knocked down that <laughs> cup without anyone asking him. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's a dick. <laughs> but he's so regal. Look at that face. Doesn't Look, listen. I don't need to get into the specifics of why I kiss my cat directly on the mouth. But if I'm saying if I had this cat, I probably would as well. Uh okay. Any any questions before I move on? Well, um I I guess the one thing that we haven't really talked about is trample in the deck and seeing oh. the catch control the accommodation to a player. Do you think we need to put some anthony trample effects in the deck? Or do you think it's just like, hey, if you get trample, you get trample, but we're not really worried about that. We're just trying to overwhelm people. Can I answer that question with another qu- question? <laughs> sure. I have the same issue with haste enablers. So for example, like this this is something that we're just like going to put on the table here, right? I put Mass Hysteria on my list, right? Mass Hysteria is one red. All creatures have haste, right? All creatures have haste. So I feel, do we need to worry about giving creatures haste when we know the kitty cats already have haste? And are those slots better used for trample slots? Like, is there... Uh, it, is it worth putting a card that gives all creatures trample over a card that gives all creatures haste? I th- so here's actually where I would argue that argument with another question. <laughs> good, good. How, much, it, how much further can we go? <laughs> wouldn't it just be better to do anger and brawn in the ah, deck? And then that way, when they die, they just your creatures gain trample if you have a forest, which you will, or your creatures have haste because you have a mountain. I I feel that those two cards in and of themselves are better choices than Mass Hysteria or something that gives them just Trample. I think those cards okay. are empirically better. I I think you're dead on the nose with that, right? Okay. Creatures, we have so much shit that cares about creatures entering the battlefield yep. or blah, 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 right? Like creature, 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 creature. And there's there will probably be other decks that will care more. There will be other decks that will have more graveyard hate targeted at them. The spell yeah. slingers, reanimators, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I agree with you that I think a trample and a brawn would be better than a mass hysteria and like a primal vigor, or whatever the one that gives everything heist. Yeah, yeah. And I think okay. and I think that I think that captures those edge cases very well. So well done. Okay, cool. Well, well there done. we go. Well, uh, Tuck, because I did cut you Is off. It, you do get to go round twenty-seven. Go. I have one more. Okay, you got one uh, more. Okay, we can do this. Uh, okay, I got another cat. More cats. Uh, and this time, they get to come out and just get better. Because we're playing Naya, so we might as well run Felidar Retreat uh, for obvious reasons. Three colorless and a white for an enchantment that has landfall. Whenever land enters a battlefield under control, choose one. Create a 2-2 white cast beast. <laughs> create a 2-2 white cat beast. 
creature token, scratch that 2-2 green cat that has haste, and then put a 1-1 counter on each creature you control. Those creatures gain vigilance until end of turn. So nice. builds it, lets us go. We're going to be playing the rampant growths and whatnots of the world, right? This is going to be something that's just going to give us insane value in the beginning of the game and then probably help us win it when we get near the tail end of it. Yeah, I really like it. Um, man, look at you with your, your little cat synergy. That's all. I, I, I got the bubs right over there. I was cutting with him all morning against his will. Well, round 26, I'm going with Legion Loyalist. Oh, Single red, creature Gabo soldier, haste, it's a 1-1. It has battalion, though. Whenever it attacks, and at least two other creatures attack, creatures I control gain first strike and trample till end of turn, and, guys, crucial, can't be blocked by creature tokens this turn. Yeah. And this card is almost $8. Yep. Yeah, I think I think that latter part is what's going to... This is a card that you're going to play and win the game over someone else that's trying to out-token ratio, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, oh... This also is a great example, too, to your point of a creature that gives trample that does something else, right? Yep. Like this this card, I I feel in agreement with you that this card is better than a card that just says creatures you control gain trample, right? Yep. As like an enchantment, because this can win you the game and is like can fight against the counter strategy as well. Yep. Slam dunk. Yeah, it, that first strike is huge, too. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, being right. able to like, okay, now my 3-1 dogs, I don't really care that it's one toughness. Three yeah. power, I'm taking out beast tokens, zombie tokens, drakes. I don't have to worry about anything trading. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. For my final pick before the lightning round, we're going with oh. Leon and Warleader. Yes! As you didn't talk about him. I, I forgot. <laughs> Two colorless, white, white, creature, cat, soldier. It's a 4-4. Four, four. Oh my gosh. For $7. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and you know the crazy thing is the core 2019 promos are cheaper than just the normal core right. 2019 which is card. So, which is so strange. Like Some people don't like the, the date on them, but I'm like, yeah. oh, who could possibly care? Well, it whenever it attacks, you create two 1-1 one, one white cat soldier tokens with lifelink that are tapped at attacking. So I think this is just another pick. Like, hey, do I need the two extra life? Or would I rather have two 2-2s two or two three ones? I, I yeah I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I think this is I think this card is bonkers. Um, I like that it plays into all different strategies of the deck, but doesn't require anything else to go off. Yeah, that I just fell asleep at the wheel on this one to be honest. <laughs> well, guys, we're at the lightning round. We got five cards left to talk about rounds 28 through 32. Even though I feel like we should probably extend it to right or at least one round because we both have chosen a land to talk about. I got so. I don't care. That's fine. I have two cards. Okay, so we're breaking again because I have two cards I need to talk about. Okay. I have two cards back to back. And okay. I hope you have your water because one of them is going to make you throw up. So the first card is this. Wait, let me find it and make sure. Before I, before, I guess I should have looked this up, made sure before I went through this whole rigmarole. <laughs> yeah. This, okay. <clears throat> okay. Back. Okay. Scratch that. We're almost, I'm only doing one. Never mind. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> I was going to do Moon Silver Key, two colorless and one, tap it, sack it, and search library for an artifact card. I thought it was an artifact with CMC one or less, um, but I forgot that. So instead, we're doing Urza Saga, card number one. Ugh. Yeah, you really got to pay, you're going to have to pay out the ass on this one, but it's important. So <clears throat> Urza Saga is a legendary, sorry, not even legendary, it's an enchantment land. Uh, yeah. That costs you $30, which I thought was a lot more. As it enters the battlefield, uh, as it enters the battlefield at a lore counter, uh, as it enters and after you draw step at a lore counter, 
One, doesn't matter. Two, doesn't matter. Three, search your library for an artifact card with mana cost zero or one and put it on the battlefield and then shuffle. Because you know what we're going to go get? Altar of the Brood? Yes, sir. Yeah. Get it up there. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Listen, it's... I don't. Oh, I don't agree with you. Obviously, I don't agree with your obsession with this card. And there's a lot of times I don't. I think you shoehorn it into decks where maybe it doesn't need to be there. This is a yeast card in this deck. This is like arguably one of the best cards in this deck, in my opinion. Right? I mean, I, I, I argue it's the best card in many decks. I, I, I argue it's the best card ever printed in Magic the Gathering. So Black guess, Lotus, shimmy yeah, me. Yeah, Alter get, the Brood. Get out of here. Black Lotus, C tier. <laughs> Alter the Brood. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I know I have to sell you less on this card. So yeah. I'll pass it back to you for your, for your first two picks. All right. Well, I'm going to go super boring because these are cards you just have to have in the deck. Sure. We're going to go doubling season oh, yeah. uh, and then uh, anointed procession. Sure. Yeah. So both cards, guys, essentially are just going to double our token production. Uh, one's in green, one's in white. They do identical things, pretty much. Um, not quite, but you guys can go look that up. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like at any time you're doing a token deck, like that's your theme, there's another one, Parallel Lives, you also need to have it there. I don't want to waste my last three slots talking about it. So yeah. uh, you just got to have them. They're expensive cards, but once you get them, you're going to find many decks to put them in. Do you? So the only one I have a question on is Primal Vigor. Which is the four colorless and a green. It's like it's um It's the universal one, right? Yeah. So is that bad? Yeah. It is, bad. right? I okay. don't run it in any deck. People that you run that in decks where you're trying to like if you're making bad tokens that like hurt people, then like, okay, that's fine. Or if you're doing like a Z Drew, like I'm giving stuff away uh -huh. and I want to like hurt you from that perspective, okay. I think it's I think it's okay. Um, almost think of like that Trojan, the Acroan horse and that, yes, 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 that yes. would be good for that card, but it's just, it's so niche that I look at it as like a group hug type card. Hey, I'm letting everyone make treasures. Now you can make more. This would be like, this would be like your last pick for this sort of effect, right? Absolutely. If you're like, if I have to have this to get this deck to work fine. That sort of yep. thing. Got you it. Got it. All right, Tuck round 30. What do you got? Um, let's go with this. I guy. know it's we're down here to the the wire. So this was originally printed in the trash set, the redacted set, and I think this card is kind of bonkers in a lot of decks. Um, the artwork is, <sighs> if I'm gonna be honest, some of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> I hate this artwork, but Grum Gully the generous seems like he's got a lot of effects in here. So colorless and a uh, gruel that's a green and a red for a three three legendary creature goblin shaman. It's an uncommon. Each other non-human creature you control enters the battlefield with an initial 1-1 counter on it. I don't think we have any way to make humans, right? We have ways to make citizens and soldiers, but those are not humans. Correct. Right? So this to me, this is like a free, this is like an this just is like a free card, right? Like yeah. there's no downside to it. We're gonna be making these bigger. And like you said, the three, a three-three and a four-two, that's bigger. I I there are times when you when guards gain grow that are less interesting, right? For example, sure. like 10 to 11 is whatever, right? Yeah. But I feel like two to three and three to four, those are meaningful numbers to get. Yeah. Right? And having I those, think so. and having those out there and the ways that we can get them is valuable for these slots. Right. 
I would almost say, Tuck, if you want to look at magic as a whole, anything beyond six when you're only doing increments of one is probably insignificant. Ah, yeah. Like six to seven's like, whoa. But then seven to eight's like, okay. Eight yeah. to nine, okay. Nine to ten, okay. But yeah, five yeah, to yeah, six, yeah. it's like, okay. Well, yeah. Six power now. I think it's just really once you get past six power, the small increments just get less intense because it's like, it's mm. a lot no matter what. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here and to it. capitalize on this card, I run this in my Zerus deck. And oh, it, do, it claps. Yeah, it, it has to claps, right? So yeah. you're right. Yes. All right. We got a fun card here. It's expensive. It costs seven. But we're going to deploy to the front. Oh. Five colorless white, white sorcery uh, for $1.40. Put X11 one, one white soldier creature tokens yes. on the battlefield. Yes, 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 X yes. is the number of creatures on the battlefield. So, yeah, there's like, what, 30 creatures out there? Let me make 32 teams yep. with haste and win the game. Yeah, uh, slam dunk. Over, I, it's overcosted in like every other deck, right? But here, it, it, this is a yeast card. This is how you win the game. Yep, hands down. All right, Tuck, thirty-one. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> what do I got in here? Do I have anything less fun left? Uh let me ask you this. I feel this card is very good in most token decks, but I'm wondering if it's too sweaty for this one. So define visitation, right? Three colors, okay. double white for an enchantment. If one or more creature tokens will be created under your control, that many four four uh that many four four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance are created instead. So I saw this card before you go into your explanation. I don't know if it works. I'm 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 I I feel like this card is like as soon as you build a token deck, you're like, oh, you have to have this in here, right? Correct. But does this card take because it takes that choice away from you? Is that why it's bad here? No. What I'm saying is I don't know if a replacement effect can do another replacement effect. Oh, because Jenny's already doing a replacement effect by turning your non-creature tokens into the dog and cat tokens, and then Divine Visitation would then have to check that replacement effect to say, "Hey, do you want to turn those into angels?" Right. I don't right. think that works, but. I do think this, Tuck, we've talked enough about bad tokens, and a lot of them have been like 1-1 creatures, so I think this is kind of your pseudo backup commander. Aha, uh -huh. okay. So I think it has a place, it's just you can't turn a treasure into a cat into an angel. I don't ah, think you okay, can do that. Okay, I see what you mean. So yeah, so this is still, because I was on that same boat, right? And like, because it takes it away from you, is it bad? Yep. But like, I, I so... This is the, this is like your, this is like when Jenny costs nine to cast or whatever she would be, right? Yeah. This is when you, this is when you bring this guy out and that's how you win. You win through that way. I yeah. think so. I okay, think so. Cool. Nice. Yes. It's not a, it's not a stinker. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, man. I know we're, this is, you got two more, right? Yeah. And it's, this is hard. Yeah. Um, cause I got some boring ones that I could do, but I wanted to do some. Oh, no, you got, ones. you got to go on a band. I mean. I listen. I don't think you're gonna be able to beat uh, what was that Arborea. <laughs> well, let's see if we could get a little cuter with Witch's Oven. Oh, ho, ho, single sure. colorless yes. artifact. Sack a creature. Create a food token. If the sacrifice creature's toughness was four or greater, create two food tokens instead. Wow. So when do we get our anthem effects? We can start converting our single token dog or cat into two yeah. dogs or cats. So I think that's kind of cute, right? On on your turn to create the thing to get the end of the battlefield triggers, right? It's not on the list, but it should be like, or 
aura mutation, or whatever. Or sorry, um, when a creature ETBs, it blows something up. Whatever that's aura. Oh, shards. aura shards. Yeah, like that's like so. This card can be used for that sort of reasons, right? Oh like, yeah. I got to blow up the propagandas. I need to create some blockers. I need to create these haste enablers that are going to end up pushing me to the damage. Yeah, I love it for a one drop. I just hate the only thing I hate about it is from it's from that stupid set. It's from a redacted set. That's the only thing I don't like about this card. Oh my goodness. You're so salty against that set. What? Me? <laughs> we are in this together. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your last pick in the episode 137, Ginny Faye Yetmir second chaos draft? I think it's this card that for, does not need to cost as much money. Hotly Radiant Champion. So hear me out here. Two okay. colorless, green and a white. For a three-drop legendary planeswalker, Watley, Mythic Rare, $7. Okay. Plus one, put a loyalty counter on Watley, Radiant Champion, for each creature you control. Minus one, target okay. creature gets minus X, or sorry, target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creatures you control. Minus eight, you get an emblem with whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. That's is a slam that, dunk. You think so? Yeah. This card is? Okay. Like I like the only thing, mm, it's still the minus one is still good, right? The plus one's kind of like whatever. It gets you to the minus eight. We're trying to get to the minus eight, right? Like that's where we're trying to get to. Well, that minus one is insanely powerful because we've talked about like trying to get universal trample effects. Oh, in. sure. Yeah. So it's like, okay, minus one, this one dog is gonna become a 1817. Right. And right, go right. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think you think that's still worth it, the minus one out of that? Because yeah. like I said, I think the minus eight is like, that's how you draw into winning the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, Tuck, think about it. Like the Legion Loyalists, that makes it to where the tokens can't just chump block. So even right, if right. they throw their commander in front of your 1817, I still killed your commander. I still got value out right, of right. that minus one. So yeah, yeah! I think it's good. <laughs> yes! Boom! Well, what, okay, I'm what going are, what to... Are you, what are you closing it out on? Oh, man. I had so many picks left. Like, I had Geared, Conclave Exile. I think yeah. he fits in here. Idol of Oblivion, I think it's great oh, in here. Oh, sure, yeah. Eldrazi Monument, Craterhoof, Behemoth. Uh, I even got cute. I thought Tulsmere Wolfblood or Minsk Beloved Ranger would be oh, cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tulsmere is uh, amazing. But I think instead we're going to go a little bit more simple but effective with Handware Militia Captain. Ah. It's only two mana, which is actually the big reason I'm putting it in for my last one. It's going to help with our CMC. Ah, yes. So 2-2, two, two, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control four more creatures, transform this uh, handware into the Westvale Cult Leader. Its power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures you control. And at the beginning of your instep, you make a token, which you'll just make it to a dog and a cat. So yeah. this card for, what, a dollar? I think is going to help us at least establish early in the game, get us something to kind of help block, get a little combat triggers or whatever we need. But once it flips, I mean, this guy is going to be a nine, nine, 10, 10 and just getting bigger every single rotation. And this is, this is now your target for Watley, right? Just yep. make it, just make her humongous. Yeah. I mean, potentially if you just like, I don't know if I would do that because that kind of puts a target even bigger on their head. Ah, yeah. Uh, Watley, I think I'm only targeting tokens with unless oh, sure. it's like, I don't know, uh, something that says, hey, whatever this creature attacks, uh, it gives plus X plus X where X is its power to all attacking creatures. Then you would do the minus on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here with it. I'm here with it. 
Well, guys, we're at the end of the episode, and thank you so much for sticking around. We will have the deck stats and statistics at the very, very end, just after a slight commercial break. Oh. So uh, definitely go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. We would appreciate any kind of support you could bring. We do have tiers ranging from a dollar on up that give you soft value and actual merchandise. So anything you could do, we would really appreciate it. And we do have a great store, so if you want to pick up some things that we don't even offer to our Patreon community, like our foil playmats, our great uh, Jun sweaters, go to cmdtower.com slash merch. And we do still have the promo code where if you buy a sweater, you get a free pack of sleeves. Now, um, we do have a fairly new relationship with abyssproxyshop.com. Use code CMDTOWER. This is where you can get some of the highest quality playtest or proxy cards on the web. And they are great enough that they help customize cards with different frames, borders, artwork, whatever you can send them. And prices start at just like $3 a card. So definitely go check them out because everything that you do with them with code CMDTOWER gives you a discount and helps our channel out a little bit. All right. Well, Big Tuck, episode 137. Chaos Draft with Ginny Fay and Yetmir's second. Let's go into some deck statistics before we go into our deck review. Uh, from a color pie <laughs> perspective, got a lot of white, a little yep. bit of green, and a shade of red. It's about 20% of the deck is red. Yeah, uh, 37% green, 43% white. So I guess that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, like all the support whites. White does a lot of like the token enablers and token synergies. Green is our ramp and to and some of our token generation. So yeah, I think there's like there's probably more room for like the goblin bombardments of the world in the red slot too that we talked about, sure. like the perforoses and impact tremors, right? Like that that's like the red creature package. But I think it's about I think it's about right. Uh, average CMC. I'm kind of shocked. Three four six. Wow. I really? thought it'd been a lot higher. Really? Yeah, I suppose like. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm no, I'm. I thought it'd be lower, but what do I know? I guess it doesn't. Yeah. I guess I guess it doesn't matter when your commander. I feel like that in this deck that is less concerning because our commander is so efficiently costed, right? Ah, uh, so so here's what I think it'll be kind of a cool exercise. Um, I got them pulled up side by side, so I can't see your face. We talked about the deck stats earlier on EDH Rec. Now we've built our own deck. We're going to go high-low, do a little fun game. High-low, do you think our deck had more or less enchantments than the EDH rec average? Mm, I'm going to go with more. Over. We we are over by nine. Nine? We have 20 compared nine, to nine, their nine. 11. Uh, artifacts, high or low? Uh, low. Uh, we're low by one. Ooh. Planeswalker, high or low? High, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have eight to their one. <laughs> Creatures. What's the one, Elspeth? Um, we have we have 17. I would say low, but maybe by like one or two. Uh, no, low by seven. We have 18, if you count the commander. They have 25. What? Okay. Instance. Uh, high by one or two? Uh, low. We only have four compared to their 12. Oh, I was like, wait, where's all of our... Oh, yeah, it's eaten up with Planeswalkers and Enchantments. I was like, where are the rest of our deck go? And then last one is Sorceries. High or low? Uh, high. No, uh, wait, we're no, low. 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 We're, we're low by one. We have nine to their 10. Because I'm because a lot of the token creature token creation and the ramp stuff is all at Sorcery speed. That is, that is good. That's a great game. Yeah. Now, the last thing, deck cost. 
Guess how, how much did, our how debt costs. How did this happen? Oh, yeah. $1,200. Now, to be fair, Fazazon Tamar is 500 of that. So <laughs> it's it's still 700 but like what? I guess, well, hmm. do, you, do you think that... I have noticed that a lot of things that care about like creature token synergies are a little bit more expensive. Is yeah. that, do you think that's just the case? Cause it's such a popular. Do, do you think it's build? just like, if you want to do, this sounds bad, but it's like tokens, planeswalkers, combos. You just have to accept that you're going to spend a lot of money on cards. Well, cause like it, if you want to build a good token deck, anointed processions is $30. Parallel yep. Lives is 20 doubling, So that's $50 right there in two cards that are arguably like have-to-haves, right? Yeah. So uh, doubling season 70, right? So we're all, all, for three cards that are like bonkers, if you want to build a good deck you have to have, you're already at 120 bucks out the that's gate. That's super right? fair. Yeah. So um, I don't know. What do you, what do, you, do you think you... Do you feel like those are have-to-have cards when you're building like this? Or do you think that like if you... If you build a deck like this, a token deck, right? And there and you're like, oh, do you have anointed processions, parallel lives at all in there? And they're like, no, I don't. The immediate question is like, do you not own a copy? Right? Yeah, that's fair. But I think that's just because magic has been around for so long. There have been such powerful cards printed at certain points. You're just like, well, why aren't you running this? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, it would almost be like, okay, you're running white. Oh, you don't have Swords to Plowshares or Paths to Exile? What's wrong with you? Like, why don't, yeah, do you not yeah. have a copy? Do you need a copy? I could trade you a copy. And yeah. I think we've just gotten to that point where it's like, we know the top five cards to do this and this color. And it's like, if you uh-huh. don't run it, why aren't you doing it? Because we've gotten so optimized. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. kind of stifled creativity to an extent. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it, it, the price, again, minus Azazon, is probably right about right. Well, how do you feel about the deck tuck? Do you think if we actually built this in real life, it would like clap as hard as we're talking about it? Or do you think we're maybe hyping this up more than it deserves? I'm going to do you one better. I You're have going to I build just, this. I just, I just opened a copy of Halo Fountain, right? Just open that out of a booster box. Okay. That I got, or the, the bundle. And the commander is 60 cents. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to add those two cards and nothing else into his Azon and put the commander and put her as the commander. And I will tell you what it's like. Cause I literally have half of these in there already. Minus like Druidcraft. But the so, thing is though, I mean, but his and her operate totally different. Like, do you have enough stuff that make just weird tokens in the deck? I had, that's a really good point. Cause I had a planes. Cause when I first built it, I had no creatures in there. Right. Yep, I there's, no, there's no creatures. So a lot of the planeswalkers and lands and shit create that. So like okay. I have the Kalani gardens in there. Um, and like a lot of the planeswalkers that we talked about today are already in there for that exact same reason. So maybe I might need to go back and make sure I have all the token, everything that I own is in there. Like a tender shoot dried. I own a copy of it. it's in a different deck. Scoot Swarm, I think I have one of those lying around, for God's sakes. Wait, that's already in his Azon. So, yeah, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. The short answer, as my coworker always says, whenever you ask him anything important, he always, like, he, like, blanks his face and just goes, the short answer is this. So, he'll be like, the short answer is no, but, or the short answer is yes, but it's incredible. <laughs> so, I will do that. Just, I will do that for you. Nice. Nice. Well, I, I think this deck could really hurt a lot. 
Yeah. Um, I think it's I really, really, I think it's really strong to be honest. Yeah. I, I really do too. Um, I just think the ability to have the option to upgrade your tokens whenever you feel like it seems really powerful. Yeah. And, uh, I would love to see, though, if the collective, if someone does want to build a mono green build of this, I <laughs> want to hear it and I want to see level. it. Well, guys, we'll see you next laser. Later. Uh-huh.